Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it is Gina's Groove Theory. Oh, hold on one second. 
Hi, this is Janice Groove Theory. Tonight is Saturday, August 25th. It's 2012. Representing here out of Long Beach, this is KXRW, your community connection radio station. And I am Gina. And tonight, as I always do, first and foremost, I always got to give my love and praise up to God first. Because without him, I wouldn't be here. Uh, tonight, we're going to have a special night. I'm going to have a, a kind of like a house full of guests tonight. Uh, these guests are going to be young people out of my family, young people who are in my circle, my life circle. And uh, they're going to be representing and uh, giving their word. And what was really special about it is that they, they I had already thought about it earlier today, but they approached me uh, today. And uh, they want to, they, they have something they want to say, and uh, they want to speak on some things. And uh you know, I'm very uh, grateful for that. So I, got, I want you guys to hold on, hang on in there. We're going to go and give God his praise and his thanks first and foremost, like I always do. And then after that, I'm going to play one cut. I'm going to get with all the youth and see what that they got going on, how they want me to approach the situation. And then from there, we're going to take it on into the conversation. Tonight's, uh, tonight's segment is, is called actually Growing Up in 2012, Our Youth in Motion. All righty, hold on. Much God, much praise to God up above. Here you go. August 25th, 2012. I'm sending this little shout out since it's going to be the young people out there and they do know all about dreams. So here's Purple Kisses, you guys. Uh, uh, so, which one of these do you like? This lip pedal by Bobby Brown. And hold on. This is Veneer by Matt. Which one do you like best? Come on, come on. Oh. You know, you look good when your makeup ain't on, right?
Uh, he's representing out of Connecticut, and I have uh, Dominic Bennis. Uh, she's representing out here in Long Beach. I have Cortez Dixon, who's representing out here in Long Beach, California. I have a Little Zane, who's representing out there in La Harbor. He is an up-and-coming Christian rapper. He's going to be giving his vibe on what's going on. Uh, I said Little Zane, Nick. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to be going. He's going to be representing out here, uh, out there in the uh, Orange County, uh, giving a little flavor about what he got going on. Uh, he's going to drop a little bit on you guys about what he feels is good and godly. As a young man, he is representing God. And first and foremost, I love that as well. Then I'm going to have Brianna out here. She's Brianna Molino, a little mommy. She's going to be out here as well. And I do believe we're going to have Mocha as well. Mocha, Brianca, Molino out there representing for my family. These are my family and loved ones. They're going to give their accounts of what's going on with teenage pregnancy, what's going on with sex, what's going on with uh, what they feel about relationships, what's going on with school, what's going on. I mean, what do they feel about these? These kids are awesome kids. All of them, I, I call them kids, even though some of them are young adults, but they are our future. And they're going to lead us into 2013. And they're going to be representing us as young professionals, as people of, of, of structure, people of, you know, you know what, I got one over here, oh, and they're representing it over here on the clown. So you guys hold on tight. I'm going to go ahead, my first guest, actually, I'm going to go ahead and touch and uh, see what's going on out there. Uh, I, I'm waiting on Lil Zane and them to show up. Right on, yeah? Okay. Ooh. All right, we're going to go ahead and touch and see where all my guests are. We have Derek, Cortez, Dominique in the house, and then we have Zane, Brianna, and Brianca out there representing in the OC. So let's go ahead and say hello. 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 Hi, this is Gina's group theory. What's, what's going on? Hey, what's up? It's Free Zane. Hey, it's Free Zane. That's Free Zane out there. Go ahead and represent and tell everybody, everybody what's going on. Go ahead and represent, right. baby. Everything doing good, you feel me? I just dropped the album April 27, and I've been doing a lot of events. Anaheim, Long Beach, L.A., Compton. Um, I've been doing some events in Norwalk. I just came. I have a big old event on 27th next month in Hemet. I'm going to Salt Lake City and to go over there to do what I do, you feel me? And hopefully, you know, sell some of these CDs, everything to get off and um, be a positive influence on people my age, you know, a whole impact. Moving, movement going on right now. Well, um, just letting everybody know out there, you're my nephew, and uh, I love you very much. Thank you very much. You approached me today at our family reunion meeting get together, and uh, already uh, Brian, Brian, my, my good friend Brian Holmes, his nephew had hit me. I do believe what uh, last night or earlier today, and both of you guys both approached me, and I had been wanting to get you kids. I had already spoke to Don about the guys talking tonight anyways, but since you guys were so courageous and you stood up and you brought Timmy, which brought everybody else out, so I thank you very much. I'm going to go ahead and introduce Derek as well. This is Derek Holmes. He's out of Connecticut. He is 19 years old as well, and I, I'm going to let him go and say hello. I'm going to let all, all, all of my guests say hello. Everybody say hello and introduce yourselves as you are. Then after that, we can get all into, you know, into the details. So hold on. Here's Derek. Well, my name is Derek. I'm from Hamden, Connecticut, out there, representing the East Coast. Um, and I'm just here to um, give my views of what's going on in the world today. 
Hey guys, it's Dominique. What's up? I'm just here, you know, chilling, relaxing with my mom's radio, um, representing Long Beach and yeah, where I live, abide, and work. So we're going to touch some bases today. That little brother got food in his mouth, but his name is Mr. Cortez. So, you know, out of courtesy, we don't want him to talk while his mouth is full. So we'll just go ahead and introduce him for y'all, and we'll let his sister do it. So I'm going to intro my brother, Cortez, and he's, he's, he's not from Long Beach, but he works in Baldwin Hills, manager. And, uh, yeah, he's going to speak on some views for the young brothers out there because he's very experienced. <laughs> All right. And, hey, this is Brian Holmes representing from uh, Connecticut, Bridgeport, Connecticut, the port. All right. Let it be known. And uh, out here in Long Beach now enjoying life. Hey, back to Gina. Hey, uh, Levain, uh Where's Where's your sisters out there? Are they, are they ready? Are they? Uh, is Mookie there? Uh, well, they sleeping right now, so. Oh no. Okay, so is you. Well, that's okay, cause that's that's the that's the four of you guys, and you know, hopefully, yeah. maybe some young people out there who want to come on and uh, dip on in on the conversation as well. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Zane. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you a question first. Being it that you're the only one that's outhouse. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Okay. What is it? Why is it that you decided to come out rapping? I mean, and then you want to rap. Why is it that you do Christian rap as opposed to doing, you know, hip hop and rip, you know, the hardcore stuff? What's? Why did you want to come? Well, well, how I figure it, I figure it as positive rapping. It's a an impact, a movement, it's a, a trials and tribulations of a struggle. And a way my life was, how I was born with speech impairment and how I didn't know how to articulate my words and people made fun of me everywhere and a doctor said I would never do anything and a performance of reading and all that stuff was messed up. I had to prove everybody wrong. And the way that I proved wrong, I went to God and I made a promise with God and said, God, if you you let me talk like everybody else and get this speech impairment away. So everybody was saying that you have to go to therapy to talk correctly and all this stuff. So, you know, I never went to therapy. I turned to God and I said, God, I'll make a promise with you. If you heal me, I'll rep your name. And I have some songs on the side that I do, you know, my own with uh, youth and everything. But I told God, you know, I dedicate my whole soul to you, you know, I accept you if you help me with the problem. So God, you know, returned my favor. So when I turned 16 years old, I talked correctly, everything, people understand me, and now I'm fit, spitting flows off my head that people would never even know. I outrap like, 20-year-olds, 25-year-olds, people that have been in a game for years. Like, my life story, just a documentary alone, people would know, like, where I come from. I come from a struggle. So when I rap, it's a passionate thing. It's not something just to say I'm a rapper, talking about cars, talking about money. The reason why I rap is to show I made my tragedies into my motivators. I made everybody that hated on me into my pedestals. 
And then I just kept climbing, keep on being best. And they was my motivator, so they made me who I am today, a man that I am today. So I didn't let my trials and tribulations get me down. Wow. That's why I rap. What was that? That's why I you. Said, that's why I rap, and that's why I wow. do what I do. Wow, that is very impressive. <laughs> you touched me, huh? Uh, much love to you, and uh, ain't you never noticed any of that? So you know. You know, hey, you know what? When people when people see you for who you are and what you're all about, that's what really matters. You know, everybody's going to have to go through something. I say you're courageous and I say you're strong and for you to talk about it, you know, you kind of you kind of you kind of like your auntie on that one, you know. At least you're keeping it 100 and you're saying it like it is. Um, mm, uh, wow, that was pretty deep, baby. Um, all right, uh, my next question is going to be for uh, Derek. Derek, who's out of uh, Connecticut. Uh, Derek, uh, what, why is it that uh, why is it that you were compelled to ask me to to speak tonight, and you you wanted to do this radio show? What what is your reason? Well, um, my uncle been telling me about the the show and everything. He been telling me the first time he told me to listen to it. You guys were talking about domestic violence and how guys usually beat up on females and all the cases of that. And um, after that, you know, I just been he been having the radio station on, and I've been listening to it. And uh, he told me to um, to win in one day, and I guess that's the day you guys gave me the shout out. I appreciate that. Um, it was very cool though. It was a very cool experience. I always wanted to be on the radio show. This is just something new to be, and uh, I just wanted to try it. All right, um, next, thank you very much, Derek. Thank you very much. Uh, that was much love, too. You make me blush, okay? Uh, you know, you'll blow my head up. My head going to just blow off my neck. Um, uh, thank you very much. I, I welcome I welcome you both here. Um, Dominique, uh, I've been trying to get you. Dominique is my daughter. I've been trying to get you to come out here and speak as well. You know, she's 25 years old, and she's a very young, impress, impress, impressionable lady. And uh, I've been trying to get you out here to speak it because, you know, you speak real true, you know, uh, you know, from a girl's side. It's going to be only you, you know, representing for the young girls youth right now on the radio, you know, until we get some more girls out there who out there listening who want to call in and give us their side. Maybe some of your cousins, maybe. Uh, uh, why is it? What is it that you want to spread? You know, I mean, uh, what is it? What is it that you, you, you want to share tonight? Well, like, I just feel like um, it's a pleasure to be here, and um, as well, like Derek said, whatever we can actually do to, you know, help touch the youth, help, you know, encourage them and inspire them to really pursue, you know, whatever they're destined for, you know, letting them know that there's greatness, whatever their struggle may be, just giving them, you know, strength and encouraging words to keep them going, you keep them pushing, you know. Um, you know, there's times, you know, there's youth out there that's homeless. They feel they have no one to, you know, uh, look to or talk to or, you know, there's no mentors. There's no one to reach out to them. And, you know, we're just going to be that voice tonight as a group. And we're going to, you know, work all together in one mind and one accord to help assist those out there and let them know that they're not alone. And, you know, there's people that have actually been through things that can actually, you know, advise them in the right direction so that they don't go the wrong direction and just continue to encourage them to move forward to the light so that they don't be bottled down by darkness. 
you know, letting them know that God is the, you know, the altar of all things, and through Him, uh, you can conquer anything. And now I'll leave that be, and I'll pass it over to Cortez. So, Cortez, are you going to join the conversation or what? Okay, well, uh, we got Cortez over here. I don't know what's wrong with him. Whenever we're speaking on something about relationships, you know, I mean, but he just got through eating. He got, they said he got nigga-itis. He got nigga-itis, y'all. That's what, that's what Derek just said. Yeah, this is the young people. Young people say he got nigga-itis. So he just got through eating, you guys. That's crazy. <laughs> and he got pizza on the way, you guys. We're representing out here in Long Beach. Um, I'm going to be touching on some serious questions because um, I, I, I'm just getting to know Derek pretty much. And I know pretty much, um, I know, I've know i known uh, Zane all his life, and I've known Cortez and Dominique all their lives as well. Um, so, it, you know, you're going to have to kind of feed, Derek's going to have to kind of feed me, feed it to me. So um, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're gonna, um, ho- hold on. Uh, Brian, the uncle of Derek, would like to say something. Hold on. Actually, I just want to uh, throw out a question to, to the panel out here, to all of you. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to ask one question real quick to kind of, you know, maybe kick it off a little bit because I'm assuming that most of you guys out here, you know, b- beyond high school or graduated high school recently or within the last few years. So here's my question to the youth out there today. If you could put the three obstacles that you see in front of you today, graduating from high school and moving on, what are those three obstacles, the top three obstacles you see today, moving on, trying to survive out here in the world after you pretty much graduate high school? What are your top three obstacles? Well, this is Derek. Um, My top three options are obstacles. I'm sorry. Are uh, very simple. Definitely a job is number one. You can't get anywhere without money. Um, Finding a way to get funds for school is just pretty hard. So if you didn't do good in school and everything, you're not going to be very more eligible to get a scholarship. Um, And the last one is probably just growing up. It's kind of tough, you know. You in a, you in the air now. Everybody's killing everybody for no reason, and it's like it's crazy out there now. You know, people are scared to go out. Like where I'm from, I got a town next to me. It's called New Haven. It's like one of the top school worst places to live in the United States as a whole. So people, I it was on the news a couple of days ago that people are actually scared to go out outside their homes because they're scared of dying and all that other stuff. But um, my last obstacle would probably be just, you know, living, finding your way. Um, uh, I do have another call out there. I'm gonna go ahead and touch them on in and see what they what it is that they have to say. And I'll be right with you, Zane. I know you you there, baby. Cause I know you. Know, I wish yeah. you could have. Auntie would have brought you here with, so you could have been sitting in here. But I, I'm right. I, you know, Auntie Rose is. I don't know if you ever heard Auntie do her show before, but. I rose yeah. the show and you know I keep it in rotation. Uh let's go ahead and see who this caller is and say hello. Hello, hi, this is Gina's Groot Theory. How may I help you? This is Gina. Hi, Kevin. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Kevin? Uh yes. Hello. I, I came Can you in kinda late. I don't know what the topic is. 
Actually, actually, tonight's show is called Growing Up in 2012, Our Youth in Motion. And I have all the young people out here. I have Derek, who is 19. I have my, my nephew, Zane, who, uh, Lil Zane, who is a Christian rapper out there in OC. How old are you now, Zane? You 17? 17, about to be 18. 17, about to be 18. I got Dominique out here, and I got Cortez out here. And they're all talking about, they're talking about how what's going on in in their world today. What's going on? What is it that they need? Uh, what is it that they that they see about this world. Uh, they're giving me their input on how it is to be a youth in 2012. So, everybody, welcome. That's a little bit out there. That's my little cousin out there representing out there here in Long Beach. Uh, she had, she brought it on out here. Um, were you calling in to be a part of the uh, conversation? Sure, cousin. Okay. Well, all right. Well, everybody, welcome a little bit, you guys. Uh, my first since since actually Lil Zane, I'm gonna go ahead and touch on you. You you know you spoke on you spoke on uh, having because uh, you know you're not the only one who had a speech uh, speech impediment as well. And uh, you know you you pretty much you you ask God for guidance and you ask God for help. I found that very impressive. Um, how is it? How is it that you were able to keep enough faith inside of you to know and trust and believe that God would cure you and make you able to be able to rap like you do today? Because I believe, like, the more you believe in something, the more it comes to life. It says in our Bible, as if you speak it, you will clear it, and it's yours. All things are doable in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And me knowing all those scriptures and doing all those quotes and being in the Bible, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, being in a church all the time and having pastors as, you know, my mom and dad and everything, I knew things. And it says in the Bible also, before one of God's promises will be broke, a heavens and earth will fall. So I haven't seen a heavens or earth falling. So I have to believe and stand by our word situations in my life and the more that I fell off and I didn't think that I was going to get better people that hated on me I had to I had to feel it in my heart like no I have to do this no matter what I have to become this rapper I have to become this athlete I have to become doing this stuff I have to work out every day I have to look good I have to do this because my mindset you're only what you put yourself to be in life Girls get mad when guys call them bees, but then they call themselves bees. I don't understand that. You're only what you put out to be, and that's how I feel. I feel like if you're putting yourself out to be a bee, then, then you're a bee. And I'm not saying it's to be a, a wrong way, but that's how. I'm a winner. I'm putting myself out to be a winner. I'm not conceited, but I know that I'm good looking. I know that I'm attractive. I know what I have. So when you know a value of your situation and you putting your destiny in fake hands and you're not letting nobody else shape your destiny, a problem is today with a youth, we worry about everybody else instead of ourselves. It says in the Bible, seek your own salvation and you shall be saved. So if you're not worrying about yourself, then how can you care about somebody? How can you recognize love if you've never been loved? How can you recognize anything if you've never had that emotion? So that's how I am. I recognize who I wanted to be in life, and I made that I made that a pedestal. I put it on my wall every day, like, I'm going to be this. 
I'm going every time somebody sees me, they going to see a powerful young man. They're going to see a fine, young, intelligent man that has a high vocabulary when he raps. Not somebody just trying to do something. Wow, you so, know what? The, the, yes, I do, because you know that's what your auntie does. Because you know what? You're, you're very true on that, because really that's what it's all about. You know what? you only what you feel you are. And if you feel, you know, I, it was an old saying that they used to say, um, if you don't think you are that, then, you know, nobody else will. So you do got to represent for your, and you are a handsome young man, I must say. I mean, you know, what what can I say? You know, only the blood just runs through you, baby. But look, uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, all right. Derek has been out here in California now. Uh, you've been out here how long? About two weeks? Two weeks. So he, this, he's new to California, right? So he's been here two weeks. I want to know what is your, what is your, what is your, what is your perception of Long Beach? Uh, what is it? I mean, is it, is it hard to, you know, I mean, uh, the young people, have you got involved with any young people out here? Uh, you know, and if you have, you know, give us a drop on what's up with them. Yeah, um, Long Beach, I think it's, it's a different um, atmosphere coming from the northeast coast and everything. You know, it's like it's the weather is perfect out here. Um, it's, oh, I know back home we could we hate it to be in the house, but you know here I can withstand this. Everybody, I get mad when everybody else stays hot. Cause it's not hot over here. So, um, but it's it's been pretty cool. I did met a met a couple guys out here. I met a couple females out here too. You know, um, they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. Um, I want to uh, send a shout out to DJ out there. That's the first guy I met out here. He was cool, man. He showed me around. You know, he you know, but uh, I met another guy out there named Kari. I want to show him some love too. Shout out to him. Because without them, man, I wouldn't know nobody. <laughs> no, no. Um, what about the girls? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about the girls? Yeah. What about the girls? <laughs> well, yeah, I met, a, I met a girl out here. Her name is um, Treacy. Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Treacy. Shout out to you, Treacy, if you're listening. I told you to listen. I don't know if you are. But I, I just make fun of her. Just call I see you tree or something like that. I see tree. But she's pretty cool, you know. Um, Are you dating? Uh, are you thinking about just friends? No, no dating, man. Girlfriends? No way, man. <laughs> Too much money. <laughs> so, so are you saying it's cheaper? Is this cheaper? Wait. It's cheaper. It's just cheaper. It's just cheaper not to have a girlfriend, but just to date. I mean, I'm not even talking about dating. I'm talking about you know, friendship, networking. That's all I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> Is networking more close to like booty call? Are you talking like booty call? Uh, I don't want to put it like that, but um, say like, I'm just going mutual agreements, you know. We're we're, we're growing it down there. We we know what we want. Common interest. Common interest. What do you? What, what is it? That, oh, wait, Zane was about to say something. Wait, what is it that y'all want? What it? Okay, keep in mind, people. Keep. Does it? <laughs> 
Cortez said, does it rhyme with Udi? <laughs> Udi. Does it rhyme with Udi? <laughs> These kids are so in here, cutting up. Oh, just to let you guys know, that's Brian Holmes. He's also representing, too. He's going to be doing some, since he's in between me and the kids, and we're working with the one uh, top-notch mic, so he's going to be helping me interview the kids as well. Um, oh, so who's next? Who's next on the roster? Hey, Little Bit out there. Little Bit little Bit's going to represent for the older ones of you guys. Uh, what is it that you feel, what is it that you can uh, put on this, put a spin on what you feel about the youth today, or what is it that you can bring? Well, um, basically, I can agree with the youth nowadays. It's kind of hard out here getting your life together. As everyone knows, I'm finally working towards getting my apartment. That's um, right. I have, a job that, I have a job that I go to every day. I have a puppy that I love that I've been raising from a baby. So, I mean, you know, I finally have some responsibilities that I needed to have in my life to get my life together. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just keeping your motivation and keeping a positive outlook for everything. Without motivation and respecting yourself, and there is really nothing to do. Right, right. Being at that... Being that I know that I know you and and you know I know I know you well. Being it that you grew up, um, you, you grew up, you know, it's kind of tough for you. It was kind of tough for you, and you know that's that's why you know my heart is always with you. And and being it that you did have a up a, a rough up going, and now you you you're doing your best and you're fighting out there to to make it happen. Um, I'd like to commend you for that too, and commend you for all your accomplishments as well as that. Uh, no matter how mad I get, no matter what I go through. You know, I do I do recognize greatness in you. And with that, um, what can you say to someone, so, to somebody who went through, who's going through a young person right now who's probably going through what you went through and, and didn't have anybody to, uh, you know, to help, to talk to? What can they do? What, what Can you give them some advice? The only thing I can say is put God first in your life. That's the only thing I, that's the only positive thing I can say is put God first in your life and find you something that you're interested in that makes you happy and stay motivated on that. And greater things will come eventually because, like you said, I did have a rough life, but I finally had to slow down and look at what made me happy. And the things that made me happy finally led me to greater things. And that was helping the homeless. That's right. She does, and she has been outreaching to the homeless for how many? Fifteen years now, girl. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. That's fifteen years. She's been volunteering and doing that for free. And you know what? You know, you know what kind of flack that I got for doing it. You know, doing it for free. You know, like I tell people all the time, though. Uh, I, you know, I, you know, I was me and my brother were fortunate to, uh, you know, be blessed into an upper middle class family of women. But the case was, you know, when I hit thirty, thirty three. You know, life did a change, and that's how I got here to Long Beach, and that's why I'm here today. And, uh, you know, basically, I, I went to the, my family reunion today, and while I was there today, you know, you know, my cousins and everybody, they're looking at me, they're so proud of me, and, and they're proud of the things that I've done. But you know what? It, it really it, it really, it really, didn't hit home to me until I realized about what you guys are saying, too. God, dollars, and heaven, but, you know, my cousin looked at me today, and I told him to come on down here to Long Beach so I can get him some help. 
uh, see what we can do to help him out because that's what it's all about, you know, helping the next person. It's not so much as, you know, paying it back to the person that gave it to you, but paying it forward to someone else. I don't know if any of you guys out there ever saw the movie Pay It Forward and Homeless to Harvard. Those two movies you guys need to check out. You young people need to check that out because, see, that young lady that was homeless from Harvard, she was homeless on the street, and she ended up going to Harvard University. And that is something that is very commendable, just like how little bit is out there and she's fighting. And, you know, you guys are fighting. And, you know, I represent, too, because you guys are all, no, you guys don't have any kids. You guys are, you know, you know, making making your parents proud with that. I'm proud as well. Even though I do want grandkids, but, you know, I also know that they're trying to do it like I asked them to. And that is one incredible thing as as though that is very, very commendable. I got another caller out here. We're going to go ahead and say hello and see who it is. Let's say hello, you guys. Hello. Hi. You're on Gina's Groove Theory. Hey, Cherokee. Oh, hello. Shout out to you and Cortez, Dominique, and my baby little bit there, and all the young people that are in there today. So, Thank you, Cherokee. All I wanted to say, and just want to let y'all know I was listening in, and I'm proud of everybody. Stay Thank strong. you. Thank you very much. You just go ahead. Go ahead. We, we really appreciate you. Uh, Cherokee is really the man that all of us can really commend for uh, changing our lives and making it possible for us. So, Cherokee, we thank you for being there for us and leading us and showing us how to be more humble and more having more humanity, more empathy for the next person. Because without you, I'd still be that mean, stuck-up lady I was before. And today I'm a different person, so I thank you. Please hang out there with us and feel free to jump in anytime you have anything to say. Is that cool with you? Thank you. Yes, I'll be here. All righty. Much love. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, you guys, that was Cherokee, okay? That's Cherokee, the man of the people. Uh, who's next on the roster? Cortez, are you ready to speak? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and shoot this to Cortez. No, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm the host. Cortez, you were speaking on, you know, you gave up a good point the other night when we were talking about, uh, when we were talking about uh, marriage, when it's a good time to, you know, ask for marriage, right? And I was saying, I was saying that it's best to talk, it's best to talk, you know, about the marriage thing to the guy on the first date. And Cortez interjected on the side, you know, that side talking that just pisses me off, right? He interjected on the side, and he's like, Ma, you're going to scare the man away. You're going to scare him away. You know, uh, he also said like this, he gave some helpful hints on how to take that first date, you know, where you should take that first date. Don't go to beaches. Don't go to parks. And I'm like saying, well, what is that all about, right? He's saying, don't go to beaches. Don't go to parks. On your first date, because for one, that's a secluded place. Mama, it's secluded. You know, you don't want to go on a first date with the guy on the beach. That means it's, it's it's time for some booty to go off. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He said, no parks. He said, no dark places. <laughs> I was like, wow. So Cortez, you got a lot of information as far as what as far as dating. And you know what? I commend you as being a a, a man, young man who d- don't have any kids, who's thoughtful. And who's very your morality is beautiful. So uh, why don't you go ahead and say what it is, what it is that young people should be considered. I mean, what it is that makes you who you are because you're special, young man. No, I'm just saying that if you love somebody, you're not gonna, you know. Well, I'm gonna start out by saying if you're going out on a date, like she said, you don't want to do that. I mean, guys test women all the time. They do things like that. Uh, for instance, I went out on a date before, and 
and we uh, I forgot where we went or we went to get something to eat and then we went to a park and then you know things happen you know and then I I didn't feel I mean I let it happen and I kind of wanted it to happen but I kind of wish it didn't just a, it was just like a test and it's like I got my way and I after I mean I felt good during it but after I felt like like I don't want to be with this person I know I don't because it was too easy like I said men want a chase they want you know to feel that you know it's worth it you want to keep going forward you want to keep coming back basically and I didn't see that with that one girl because you know I didn't hit her up like that she kept calling me and then what happened was that she would call me or I hit her up when I wanted to you know do it again and and it was just like the first day wasn't cool, but you know it's my bad too because it tastes too. I didn't know what she was thinking, and the sad part was you know she was a church girl. That that's what made it even kind of worse for me. Well, hey brother Cortez, I just got one question for you. You know, as a male, I understand where you come from, but I want to try to see it from another side of you. Maybe she was just that into you. Could that be? Could that be it? She was just that into you that she was willing to go that far. No, but I mean, I I don't know if it was that. It could have been, or it couldn't. Um, I barely knew her. That's even more. We we talked for brief moments. We text, but um, you know, as as now, I work more than I did before. Now I I work too much. Not necessarily uh, too much. I just work a lot. So in my free time, I'm sleeping. You know, but uh, before, I had a lot of free time on my hands. So whenever I just wanted to chill, we we said we were gonna hang out. It was always lunch and then and then dessert, if you know what I mean. (laughs) 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 And then uh, I I just kept coming back for more. Are you set? So you got a sweet tooth. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, hey, if something keeps coming something keeps calling me back. But uh you know Did you leave the light on? Uh, no. Man, it was strange places and I there's some things I tried that I never tried before. Let's just say that. Okay, everybody. Uh, that's my son, and yes, I'm kind of blushing, and my cheeks are red. Let's go ahead and say hi. We have a caller out there who wants to say hello. Let's say hi. Hey, it's Mo from Miami. How are you guys doing? Hi. Hi, Mo. What's going hi. on? Hi. Hi, baby. Hi. Hey, glad to have you. Hey, that's great. That's, I, I love the input, Cortez. You're, you, you rock with that, totally. That's <laughs> totally. He, he said, thank you, thank you. So yes, Mo, yes. thank you for coming out. You we got we got Dominic, we got Cortez, we got Lil Bit, Ooh, we got hey, we got Dominic. Derek, we got we got Lil Zane. That, that's Yane out there. That's Lil Zane right there. He, he that's that's breast baby right there. You know. What's up, baby? Hey what's Zane. Up, Derek? What's up, y'all? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, right. hey you guys. That's Mo calling in from Florida. That's my girl out there in Florida, representing for Miami. Uh, how's hey, it going? Pie. That's right, baby. I love you. <laughs> hey, so what do you think about the young people? What do you think about the young people out here talking tonight? Oh, I think it's fantastic. Cortez, you got a great head on your shoulder there, pal. I'm proud of you. Fantastic. 
Wow. Let's get a little bit more deeper with that. You know, guys want it. And I had a question in your statement, which was, well, I didn't want to do it, but I did it anyway. And it's like, well, if you want a girl not to give it to you on the first date, then it's like, why do you even pressure for it? And then when we do, it's like, well, why? Just, I mean, if you really didn't want it, and all right, it may have been good to give it to you, you know, first day, oh, my God, that's an aura. <laughs> but then after you want it more and more, you just do a lot of pressuring thereafter. Why is that? Can you, can you tell me? The so guys do a lot of pussy pressuring, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's an, it's annoying. It's a pressure, but it's also a test. It's like what a man thinks is like we will only do what you would allow us to. As, we will go as far as you let us, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like why aren't you guys into our minds instead of our stuff? I mean, why don't you really just want to get to know the type of person I am? Because you know what? Once you get to know the type of person I am, you may not want none. Have you ever been with a girl that is like, oh, my God. If only I knew this B before I did it, I never would have done it with her. Has that ever happened to you? No, but I mean, like, what when, when it comes to every girl, every girl is different. For one, like well, this girl, me. I was thinking I met her through my sister, I met her through her friend, my play cousin, and it's like, oh, this girl is so holy. She goes to church. Oh my god! It's like you know, it's like you know, she won't do nothing. You know, it flipped. It caught me off guard. It was unexpected. Okay. I wasn't planning on it, but it's All right, like. Well, what about? Go ahead. No, go ahead. What about the older guys? The guys who know what I'm talking about, and this, you know, Cortez. All right, you knew at the game, and I am very proud of you. You really have a great head, you know, on that. But the older men that are out there listening, what's up with the pussy pressure? Oh, Especially if you, like, don't want it. I mean, why don't you get to know a girl first before you even want to try to go there? Because she might be funky. She might not know how to wipe. She might not even know how to wash. She might, oh. you know, she just might be foul. And it's like you, you're so after that. Nya, 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 nya. I want it, want it, want it. Then when you get it, you wonder why. And, and some, of them, some of you guys out there, they don't want to be I really don't want to be bothered with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on. Well, okay, well, uh, not every not every guy out there is like that, number one. But, but a lot of them are. So most of, 90%. So I go with Cortez and say 90% yeah. are. And I don't think that's the case. It's just like I said, we will go as far as you let us. Okay, well, lesson 101, get to know a girl before you even try to get some of that thing. Oh, did you say thank you? Mm, I, got, I got a caller out Thanks. there, and I, I think it's my boy from New York, so we're going to go ahead and touch <laughs> on him and see what he got to say. You guys are cutting up. Jeanne, a little bit, I hope you guys are there, because I wish you guys were in-house so you guys could be talking so I could just be passing to you. So, you know, I'm not, that I have not forgotten you. I, I have not forgotten you, okay? So let's go ahead and say hi. I think it's Jay, you guys, to so say hello. What's up, Hello, hi, Hi. who's out there? This is Gina's group theory. Who's this? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, Mr. J from New York. So we're representing from New York all the way to Miami, all the way to California, all the way up to San Diego, all the way up to to Long Beach. Wow. Wow. And we got the CPT in the house, too. You know, we're on the down low. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, and we got Connecticut, too. That CT is for Connecticut, but the CPT is for Compton. Representing, okay? You know you ghetto when you do what? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, what's going on, Hello. Jay? Hello, MIA in the house. Okay, what's going on, Jay? What's going on? And Miami, Florida, where all the hot yeah, mommies are. Oh, Selfie! Oh, right. Oh, oh wait a minute. Are you an older guy that does a lot of pussy pressure or what? Who? Uh, that does a what? lot of what? That does a lot of pussy pressure. Oh, oh my God, God. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Let me see if you give it to me. Oh, you gave it to me. Oh, my God. Oh, Jay, yeah, she's talking to you because you're the older guy out here. Oh, okay. Cherokee's not here today. Uh, Cherokee, he's on the he's he's on the sidewinder. He he's just chilling. Oh, all right. I'm there. You got no help, baby. You got no help. Yeah, I think <laughs> oh, it's got Brian over here, though. Oh, uh, oh, Brian, no. yeah, Brian's like 90. Okay. No, yeah, no, no, but what about you? But what about you? So were you a, a pussy pressurer, too? No, I was a negotiator. Oh, he was a negotiator. Oh, my God. One of those. <laughs> I'll give you this if you give me that, and then oh like, we can work it out. God. So you so you negotiated the pussy, right? Yeah, like the movie, you know. It's like, well, I'm here to uh, the hostage negotiator. Uh-huh. Uh, no pressure and at all. No pressure uh, at all? Just send, just send out the, the women and children. How do you negotiate What? Uh, what? How do you negotiate some cooter? Cooter. Well, That's the best way to Okay, you guys. We'll chill on the P. We'll chill on the P word. Just call it cooter. That's not so bad. Cookies. Cookies or cooter? I mean, since, since we do since we do got 17-year-old people out here, so we're going to call it cooter or cookies. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, what did you say about the cooter uh, a little bit? I just want to know how do you negotiate? Yeah, it depends on it depends on the situation. In some situations, Uh it's like you know there are a lot of hostages, and so you have to be much more careful. And in other situations, it's a straight up you know you know that the person doesn't have the weaponry to handle it, so you just move in and go for the kill. Wow! Now that's back in the day when I was negotiating hostages. Um, At this point, you know. It's, it's a, it's a situation. <laughs> it depends. Go ahead, Jay. Wow. Sorry about that. But but you mentioned the brain, and the brain is an important part of it also. Wow. Things. So it depends on, on the scenario. Sometimes it's the thing where the brain is more interesting than the um, physical. So, so in other words, you're pretty. Okay, everybody, let's go on and get this but straight China. here. Um, I, 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 you know what? He is so politically correct. He just kills me <laughs> because oh, he is so politically correct. He should run for governor around here. Um, but we got Brian Holmes over here. He has a question he'd like to ask. Hold on. Now, well, actually, I want to answer, kind of answer the question on the pussy pressure, right? Or the cooter? Oh, excuse me, cooter pressure. Cooter. Cooter. Cooters, cooters, and cookies and all that. You know, hey. It's, Pressure, right? You call it pressure. What? Pressure because somebody asks you for some loving? Or because How you many times you got to ask when the answer is already no? You guys don't pay attention to body language either. We really shouldn't have to always say no. You guys already know it. All right, so. Men don't pay attention to attitude neither. 
yeah, guys don't listen and you want all that stuff. I mean, it's like we're important, okay? We are so important where it's like we like to be listened to, all right? Uh, we like to be catered to. We like to be made felt special and important. And when you don't do that, you keep begging. Oh, God. Ah. Right, yeah. Well, you know, there are some people out there that's begging. Then that's you know. Do you oh, know God. that's all that they want? You know, is yeah, if they begging. Not. If you Back just up, met yeah. this person, if you just met this person, and they begging all the time, then that's all they want. But if you knew that person for a while, and y'all been having relations, right? And here it is, right? Y'all been knowing each other for years. Y'all been dealing with each other for years. But you put oh. him on, you know, punishment, and he begging. Now, that's a whole different scenario. So oh, what scenario wow. are we that talking sounds like about? A personal issue. Somebody that you just <laughs> met or somebody you putting on punishment, you know, for a long time? Because we got to categorize it. You know what I'm saying? Because they're a different oh scenario. God. Oh, my God. Punishment. If you feel you like it's what? a punishment, you're really let not me, doing your let job. Me ask. Let, uh, he's another one. He's another one, honey. He's another blow up. Oh, God. Uh, let me go ahead and pose. Let me po- let me pose this question to everybody. Okay, what is what is you guys' definition? Now you guys know what platonic is. All of you guys know what platonic means, right? Okay, platonic platonic means having a relationship without any sex at all. Now having a platonic relationship means. That you've had sex, but then now you don't. So, what do you guys feel about the difference between the two? Say, if your girlfriend, because you know you guys are all old enough to date, say your girlfriend or your gr- your boyfriend had a, a ex friend that that they were sleeping with, but now they're friends. Would you guys be cool with that? One by one, you no. whoever wants to go first. Hell no, no, because that, that that's a. Gucci. That's that, that's some no. that's some, that's that's probably bound to happen in the future. You don't want to risk that. I, I wouldn't want to risk anything going on with my ex girlfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, and that's not. But um, that that that's you can't do that because. I mean, you you always think about that guy. And the world, oh, he's, he's gonna try to steal my girl. He's gonna try to take my girl. He's gonna try to do whatever. So I gotta, be, I gotta be extra careful. I gotta be on my girl's ass now. Wow. <laughs> Cortez said his thing. Cortez said his thing is bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> bigger than yours. Well, you bigger know, than yours. Oh wow! You have one. Well, you know, I'm <laughs> probably have them in all different shapes and sizes. Is that what he means? Bigger than all those different shapes well, and sizes? Hold on, hold on. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it's thoughts that all guys oh, have a girl, and you you worry about these well, things about you know the littlest thing can bother you more than anything. You know, you love her. You know, she loves you. But you know, you always have those 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 voices in your head. Like, ah, uh, she she doing something. You know, but the same thing is going on in your head is going on in their head. They're thinking, oh, this nigga think I'm stupid, you know. Actions so, speak louder you know, than words. All, I work at Foot Locker, so you see girls all day long, and I hear it. I hear it more than any. But it's like you what want you that hear? drama. What you you want it. It's like you don't want it, but you want it. You want the feel that, you know, that she loves you. You, you know, when she's, when she's like, paranoid. Then pay attention or, to her actions. 
Yeah, it's that, but it's like... I can speak louder than words. Yeah, it's true. Actions Pay attention a little more. Then you'll it's, know. It's more to it, though, because it's like... You, you, well, yeah, but that's well, the here, first point. Here it is, Mo. Hey, Mo. Uh, somebody on the panel said, you know, you could pay attention all day long. But here it is, you know, the more you pay attention, the more you want. So how do you keep trying to satisfy somebody that keeps wanting beast, more? Same the beast. I mean, of course, the more you want, but, I mean, be ever so subtle about it. I mean, don't be so mannish all the freaking time. Be subtle. How, I mean, how, how will a man like know exactly what you want when you keep changing it? If you want to pay attention, then you would know exactly what but you then, want. But the, oh, hello. If you were to listen to, you again. would know. Body language. Did y'all get that at home? What? Did you guys do that at home? I know they don't always do, but still. No, and it's that's, not always that's, true. It's not always true. It's not always so true. Different. You said ahead, that a, a man should well, know what the hell. It depends on the what kind of woman you got. It depends on the person. Some women are indirect and give different signals. Others say what they mean. And I got to right. clarify. I didn't realize when you all cool with me if somebody says no to be like, oh, come on, come on, come on. So, definitely. I came in late in the conversation, so, no, if the pressure was on, I was off, because I was like, I'm not with that. I, if you ain't into it, I'm not into it. I'm like, cool, let's go have some chicken. That's let's why go have some chicken. He's good to take a girl out He's good to take a girl out for turkey question. Chicken. Huh? That's why you ask uh, certain questions. You gotta get in a chick's head. I mean, everybody's different, but there's uh, a majority of people that are kind of alike, and you have to pick apart which one those are by asking yeah. the right question, having an intelligent conversation, not having your head all in the cootie where you can't be right or think right, and get to know what's really up with this chick that you call yourself uh, digging on. Oh, by the way, Cortez, is, Cortez, okay, you know, I got these clowns up in here with me, right? But Cortez just said that's where they want the hand. But I got I had to go ahead and represent for that hand thing. No, no, no. Let no. Let me clean that up. And I have to tell my baby this too. Ooh. Girls, real women, real women don't like fingers and things like that. That is disgusting. The bottom. Yeah. That's no, 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 yeah, I, because I, no. Some, no, some years ago. You talking to yourself, maybe, but women are different. That give us some the issue of dirty hands. We can, we can all, we can all sing together, but we can't speak together. A couple of, let me say this: a couple of years ago, I heard something about some finger banging going on, and you know what? That is not sexy. Okay, that ain't sexy. Okay, I don't know what kind of. I guess that is the little girl thing going on, but finger banging, finger banging is not. That is not. Ladies don't like that. Ladies don't like that. Real ladies. He's talking about the regulars. Okay. Okay, look, okay, just what you had said. Now, I have to represent for this as far as you you guys were just talking about. You guys just made me lose my track. You you just touched on something that Cortez had touched on, Mo, something about, because uh, I, I had to say, in, in, in reference to ladies, ladies, we have our issues too, and there's some things that, you know, we do that, that lead, you know, that mislead or, yeah. or some things that we don't do to, like, stop a, a person oh, yeah. from, you know, I mean, 
I used to do it, like right? That. I mean, flirtatiousness too, right? So, you know, people got that flirting thing going on. And that too, you know, sometimes you can give a guy a wrong message too because we've got to sure. represent the The hounds only come out when it's like steaks and shit laying around. So if you got steaks and porterhouses porter and things hanging out all up under your dress and shit, well, you know what? He's going to try to get the porterhouse. I mean, the New York, the T-Bone. Okay? Damn. If you can see the T-Bone, he going to want the T-Bone Ooh, with some A1 steak sauce. Okay? Hello. Hello? Hello. So, ladies, oh. also, to be aware of that, young ladies, you have to represent yourselves, too. I mean, you know what? It, you know, it's not really what, you know, that you should be judged by what you wear. Because I used to think like this, too. I used to be like, well, you know what? I used to dress like a tomboy, and everybody know I used to dress like a tomboy. So I got to be about 20, 22 when I got to feel myself and I found my femininity. But then that femininity went, femininity went to hoochie. And then hoochie, you know, okay, you know what? And then I had that issue where I get mad when somebody's looking at me and stuff, you know, knowing that I, you know, got all everything hanging out. You wow. know, the bottom line is this, and you know, Mo, I used to do it. I used to get mad. What wow. is he looking at? What is he looking at? Yeah, you know, you know, because I'm, I'm a, I used to be a villain with it, a villain with it. So also, too, you guys have to represent. If you guys, you know, if you guys go on my Facebook and take a look, I got a, I got a poem out there called Woman of Integrity. You know what? As far as being this, no, not porn, porn. Motherfucker. <laughs> this nigga like wanna take the he wanna take it the vivid video around here. No. <laughs> Woman of integrity. We are just like what Jeanne said, we are what we represent ourselves as well as what Cortez said that you know they only gonna take us as far as that they can go. I wanna talk about this teenage pregnancy, right? What you guys uh, what do you guys feel about uh, uh sixteen and pregnant? Jeanne, well, what, what, is your, what is your thing about these reality shows with Sweet 16 and 16 and Pregnant? What do you think about that? What, what's, your, what's your take on that? Because I can't stand well, it. Well, me, it's kind of like from 16 to 20 because I had 20-year-old girlfriends when I was like 15. So just because That's you're a Christian, you know, That's just because you... You know, just because you're a Christian, that doesn't mean that you're holier than now and you don't do stuff. Because I'm not going to lie here and say I'm a virgin and all this stuff. But I've been with grown women because I didn't like younger women. So I've never really been with a girl my age. I've always been with growner women from this day. So what I feel is if people, if you're not ready for that, if you don't have the income, if you're not thinking like me, I think 10 sets ahead of my destiny. Like, anything I do, I think 10 sets ahead of that. So I have to have a plan about it. I have to hustle, be on my grind, know that I could take care of this kid. Other than that, you know, you're not ready for it, and you're resting into something you have just called lust. And so many people, women are emotional, so you have to know they go by their emotions. If their emotions telling them they love you, then they're going to wow. do things that, that you know, they're going to do. They're emotions. We you know, we're boys give are in. different from women. You feel me? Yeah, they gonna Hello? give in then. Oh, you saying that? Yeah, so their emotions are too involved. A girl don't really love you, and a girl won't ever do what she wants to do, like everything you want her to do. And so your emotions is involved. That's it. If a girl's emotions are not involved in your relationship, then she's not gonna do what she wants to do. As soon as you lock her up, we call it locked up. Like, it's not just, you know, as soon as I got you around my finger, that means I can do whatever I want with you. I have Whoa. grown women 
saying, I had grown women. Ask my mom and dad. You know me. I'm family. I have grown women saying, can't have your baby. I have grown oh. women saying, of course, says. I have grown women saying that they want me to pregnate them and all this stuff. And just weird stuff, you know? And, like, I'll be like, you know, I'm not a type of person. I believe in long-term relationships. I've only been with three girls my whole life, and all of them been 18, 20, and I was, like, 15, 16, 17. So Where I was only with bigger. Oh, where these ladies at? You gonna okay, say Dominique knows all of them. Dominique knows all of them. She, she gonna take you by the house? Yeah, baby. Oh, you, oh, you gonna get yeah. whooped up like that? Okay, so you want me yeah. to go serve them up, right? I'm gonna go serve them <laughs> up, right? You know, I can't no joke. I can't hey, no one, one of them ripped out my dress. So, hey, you know. Is that the one that dragged you to the mall? Is that the one that dragged you to the mall? Yeah, yeah, she ripped out my dress. Yeah, she dragged you through the mall. She dragged yeah. you through the mall. Are you talking yeah. about domestic violence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a big deal. I was at this big giant mall and I was over here buying me a new phone and everything. And my girl rode up on me. She rode Babe. up on me in the car, and did, you know she seen she... a picture of another girl on my phone. And so one thing led to another. She broke my phone on the floor. I was mad. Like, I was mad. You know, I had anger problems and everything. So I was about to do something. But I was like, I don't hit girls, you know. So I was trying to calm down. And so we went outside. So when she was calling my sister to come pick me up, I took her phone. And I do it like 80 feet up in the air. But I didn't think she was going to do anything. So I like dick girls. I don't like skinny girls. So I'm skinny enough, you know. I'm Bill, so I don't like Girl, so she grabbed me by my dress. I had long hair, you know, all the way down to my chest. So she dra- grabbed me by my dress and ripped six of them out. Dragged wow. Me in front of thousands of people. Thousands. She rode wow. up in her car and did this to me. You feel me? But this is my fault for messing with all the women and not knowing how crazy they are. But it was all Ooh. good. You feel me? <laughs> but I only date black girls anyway. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> I have so many, I have so many crazy stories that you won't believe. I have grown man problems. Like I'm not lying, my mindset is like 25. That's what I'm saying. So oh everything I talk about, I already done everything. Like that's what dang, I'm saying. Like let aunt, let Auntie tell you this. Let 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 Auntie tell you this. There's so much more that you guys are gonna have to see. What I really do want you guys to realize, though, is what your place is in this world today. Really, seriously. Now you know. I mean, Auntie. Ain't he here? You, that's domestic violence. And you know what? I mean, no no one should be ripping and grabbing. You know, Auntie has shows about this. You know, you, you, have, and I say this to all of you guys. You guys need to be careful about who you guys are dating and who you guys are seeing. For one, for one, you know, Auntie Auntie had an episode on July 31st about domestic violence because a, a, a friend of a family member, a, a, a family member, Love one got beat and and raped and killed. What I say to you guys is, you guys have to, you guys have to be really, really careful about who you dating with, who you chilling out with, because you know what, you could be dealing with a a psycho kind of person, and you could really get hurt. For someone to rip your brains out, I mean, it's kind of you know, it's kind of funny how you told the story, but seriously, <laughs> that is domestic violence, baby. And you know what? Yeah, and those, to those ladies. To those ladies that were having um, sex with you at a young age like that, you know what? For shame on them, and God, but God forbid if I ever find out where they live. Um, 
as far as that, let's go ahead and do a time check, you guys. It Amen. is 12, 11 a.m. It is Saturday. Oh, well, now it is Sunday, the 26th of August, 2012. Representing here out of Long Beach, this is <laughs> KXRW. This is, uh, you know what the RW stands for? It stands for me. You guys, this is your Community Connection Internet Radio Station. And you guys have Mo a little bit. You got... Uh, you got, well, you had Cherokee who stepped in. You got Brian in the house. You got Derek, Dominique, Cortez. Uh, you got Lil Zane out there representing out there in the OC. Um, and you got Jay out there in New York. Everybody's out here, and we're all talking about, really, it started about youth. And these youth are telling me things that are really, like, woo, over the top. Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I asked you guys, as far as teenage pregnancy, that's right, Zane. You, you're right. You touched on that just right. As far as you guys, um, I heard one day Cortez was saying something about uh, there ain't no girls out here that don't got no babies. Is that real in y'all world? You, you had said that everybody got a baby. What? Everybody do got a baby. You feel me? Like, it seems like that. It seems like it's people, like, 14 pregnant. And it's like, I'm all like, for real? Like, everybody just having babies. And it's just sad. You feel me? So they're not here ready for that. They still a baby they self. You feel me? That's why I would never, you know, mess with nobody like that. Yeah, everybody's not having babies, though. It depends on the circle you're in. If you're in a circle with people that are having babies, that's cool. But back in the day, our grandparents, many of them were having kids at 16. I don't think 16 is too young necessarily for someone to have a baby. I think it's the mentality. Meaning you got 50, 60 year old women that are children in their head, just like you have old men that are children. An older woman with a young man is fine, I think. If a woman's 22 and a guy is 16, the problem is, of course, we have laws against that. But if a woman is not, you know, happy and she has a young guy that's 17, I don't see a problem with it as long as they come to the table and the man is mature and handles his business. Um, and I don't think the the type of sex people have means that they're a lady or a man. Some people have buck wild sex that is off the charts in very different ways, but then they're still intelligent and still able to, you know, handle a business situation and still a lady or a gentleman. Because I heard Gina say, well, ladies don't do certain types of sex. And I don't think you define a lady by the type of sex she has. You define a lady by how she treats her mate and how she acts in public. And a short skirt doesn't mean that a woman is a hoochie mama, just like a woman dressing like a tomboy isn't necessarily unattractive to men. If I was interested in a woman, there was more to it than just how she dressed. You know, it was often how she talked, you know. So not that a short dress isn't a turn-on, but it isn't necessarily a turn-on if I'm not into the woman. I could look and say, yuck, I'm not into that. Or a woman dressed in a suit with a shirt and tie, it could look sexy. It depends. We can't generalize and think all people and all men are the same because and all women, because we're all so different. And that's where we get mad. We go in assuming all of us are the same, and then we find out later on, oh, snap, this person's very different. So it's all good. Y'all quiet for a while. Everybody's meditating. Oh, everybody's busy? What's going on? I'm like, my phone must be dead. Are you all there? Hello? It's like a TV scene. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me now? (laughs) 
that was like a, a stuck in glue moment for you and Gina's glue theory. Hey Gina, what we're we gonna do now? Cause it's too quiet. No, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought I had my mic on. Look, as you were saying oh, about yeah. a sixteen-year-old, a sixteen-year-old having a baby. Now I got to go ahead and comment on that. You know what? I do understand what you're saying. A sixteen-year-old girl could have the mind, you know, because you know, just like with little bit, she talks to me all the time. There's some things, you know, you could be advanced in simply because of what you you endured as a, you know, as, as growing up, and that means that you've seen a lot of things. But uh, I have to disagree with you as far as a sixteen-year-old. See, I on this radio station don't want. See, the, the reason why these kids is on here is simply because I want to talk against that. See, as far as I'm concerned, yes, you could be 16 years old and you can have a baby. You could do whatever you want to. But, see, if that is with an 18-year-old or older, that is against the law. The bottom line is this. No, we don't need our young people. For one, if we're going to get to united together as, as the grown-ups, as the, as the who we are at our age, we, if we can't get together, why are we going to have our young people coming in here with babies trying to get united to get some community action going on. You know what? It takes a lot to put a bottle in a baby's mouth, and it takes a lot to feed a baby. Babies are not toys. They're not nothing to play with. You can't just strap their asses over your back. You know, this is not, we're not picking cotton now where you put the baby on your back and pick cotton with the bowl and all that extra shit. Right now, see, we ain't got time for our young people to be having responsibilities. They have to get their, they got to get, they got to get their know-how. They got to get to learn how to be financially secure. They got to, before they have it, see, you know what, it ain't nothing wrong with a 16-year-old baby girl having a baby. Is she rich? Is she rich? She can have all that baby she wants to. But is she poor? Uh, you know what, that means another baby on the state of California or wherever, whatever state you in that we got to take care of. And the bottom line is, you know what, she going to get lost in the shuffle because they're not giving them enough money to take care of these babies. These days because the welfare is getting shorter, and you know, you know what, the economy is getting lesser. And then on top of that, our bills are going higher. So we don't want yeah. a 16-year-old girl who ain't got no education to go and open her legs to have no baby. Yeah, that's true. She can do that if she wants to, but that ain't going to make her who she is. I don't want ever put that out there because my daughter is 25, my son is 23. They don't have kids. They are lot because they know they can't afford them. If you're 16 and you can't afford them, or if your mama is rich or your daddy is rich, you can have all the babies you want to because you can got nannies and everybody taking care of them. But other than yeah. that, if you're 16 and poor and living in the ghetto, in the suburbs or wherever the hell you you living you you living poorly, what do you want? Another baby coming up in here struggling? No, another baby yeah. to become a victim of abuse because of a young mother who is uptight. Cause that happens. See, you know what? You can be old enough in the mind to 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 have sex. You could be old enough in the mind to have a baby. But can you be old enough in the mind to deal with that baby when it's crying at night? See, that's why you got a lot of young women having babies and putting them in the trash can. Do you understand me? That ain't no, that ain't, there's a, you know, out here in California, we got a graveyard full of them. Little angels. Little angels where their mamas at the young age had them and didn't know what to do, had nobody to talk to. So what these young people are doing is telling them, telling them what choices they have before they make these these bad choices. Because 16, and pregnant without money is a bad choice. Yeah, but All right? Gina, uh, we got to realize also a lot of families in our black community 
have a taboo when it comes to babies that are, you know, out of wedlock and from young sisters. And it could be also that young people are afraid to go to their parents and say, oh, I'm having a baby. And there's a thin line between finance and babies and how it's used in racism, meaning there's some white folks who say, you know, these black people having these babies, they're talking about us, whether we're 25 or 40 if we're poor. I don't think poverty means that we can't have babies and children. I think it takes responsibility in terms of, you know, maturity and loving the child. Because you'll hear that argument a lot. That, you know, these Negroes having children, they shouldn't have no children. Let's have, or have them all have abortions. I'm not just talking about 16. I'm talking about even up to 60 if an old mama can push it out like that. So it's very tricky situation to make it's it a It's a tricky situation. Yes, it is tricky. And I, it is tricky. But then you know what? The ones who they ain't telling that they pregnant and they got the baby in their stomach, or maybe it's because the stepdaddy done got them pregnant, or maybe it's some other underlying reasons why she ain't telling nobody. See, we can go, we can take this so far. We can take it so far, and so we can reach it so far, because you don't know why. But the case is, before we get to abortion, before we get to young women destroying their bodies, before they're able to be women enough to hold their bodies, we can give them the option and tell them, think about it. That shit that they got on TV, uh, 16 and Pregnant, baby, it ain't, I ain't seen that one black girl on that show. <laughs> and so, you know what? Because it's in their race right now. Let me go on and drop this. Because it's in their race, they're going to make it an entertainment so that our kids can see that. And you know what? It's our kids that's looking at that. But they ain't realizing that ain't no black kids on that show. 16 and Pregnant and having two and three babies. That ain't nothing cute. But they get money because they on a show. Now you go ahead and you black and you poor and your mama and daddy struggling and you have a baby. It ain't gonna be on. It ain't gonna be on a MTV, VH1. Your ass is gonna be in the hood. Okay, that's where you gonna be. You and your hungry baby. Hood Chronicles, another a hey, volume one of volume one hundred and thousand. Oh, and, and and each volume got a hundred chapters in it, you know. Now that's real nigga chronicles right there. You know what I'm saying? That's real mm-hmm. nigga chronicles. You can go anywhere in the nation, every crack and crevice in the nation, and find a find that. But I want to hear from the youth as far as teenage pregnancy. Um, this is Derek, by the way. But teen pregnancy to me is not cool. I, I don't understand. I don't even understand it. I mean, you know, I, I, how can you put yourself in that predicament? I understand, you know, having sex and everything. You have fun. But, it, you know, um, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. I mean, I mean, it's fun getting it. But when you, when you got to take care of that, you know, it's a whole different situation and everything. I personally don't have no kids, so I can't really touch on that situation. But... I wouldn't want kids right now anyway. I'm too young for that. I want to live so my what life. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to prevent kids? Since you're already, since you're already having, since you're already having sex. Hello, everybody. I'm back in the cut, y'all. Since you're already having sex, what are you, you, they're going to do to stop from having babies? Uh, yeah, you, you know, use protection. Every, well, you know. Every time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, every time, yeah, because some girls be wanting to get it raw and everything, but uh, uh, 
Obviously, obviously, obviously is yes. Yeah, I think the solution is abstinence, even though it's hard. I have a young son. He's a teen. You know, he's rolling into the pimples and all that stuff. But I'm trying to encourage with him abstaining as long as he can, because once you uh, eat the fruit, it's over. You don't stop. So that's a good move. Stress is, is, I don't know, I guess we, it's like a, it is a stress reliever. Sex is a stress reliever. Uh, with women, it's it's weird because when you're in a relationship, sometimes the girl wants you to, you know how when you're in the heat of the moment, they, they tell you all these things and then you get so close and then you just, you pull out right in the right, the last very second. But I mean, um, with, with babies, I mean, I, I work in retail. I see kids come in all day long with parents and they look young. I mean, I seen this pregnant girl today, she looked 13 and I was shocked. I wanted it was so bad where I wanted to ask her age. I felt that bad. But um, it's like a kid, it's, it's, you kind of want some when you reach that age. I'm 23. I'm, you know, I think about it. I think I, I make enough money to do it, but I got to get myself together for anything. I, I of Anything. Honestly, yeah. But it's like when you have a kid, you can't just give them back. I see people, you know, you babysit a baby. It's nice. It's cool. But when they're crying... You're trying to shake him. You're trying to get rid of him. You're like, you can't take this. Yeah. It's, <laughs> she said I turned the music up. No, it's not that. It's when it's your own kid, I mean, you don't have no choice. you got to deal with that. You can't. There's no way you can pass them off to someone. You know, when you're babysitting a kid, you can say, okay, it's time to go back to mommy. But when you are the mommy, it's a big difference. Or daddy, because I see the dad looking like he's some kind of monkey. He has a strap on and the baby's hanging from the front. And it's like, he, that baby ain't going nowhere but with him, you know. So it's a life lesson. You just got to know when you're ready. But it's terrible when you see these kids because they don't have jobs. They're, the baby is being taken care of by the grandparents. And that's not right. You shouldn't put your burden onto your parents. If you know you can't take care of it, you need to strap it up and use protection always. You know, don't rely on birth control and all that because you never know with these women these days. They're crazy. They they want to take all your they want to take all your gold and treasures. It's like, but you know, but it, it's life. You know, and women they feel that they don't want to lose you. It's also it takes two because you know the man could be like you know I I don't want to lose this girl. I you know I'm a, I'm gonna do it. I'm a I'm a bust one inside, get her pregnant, and then, then deal with the consequences later. You know, she ain't going nowhere. But then you guys end up breaking up anyway, and then the baby's left in a broken home, you know, and and your family's looking at you, what are you doing? And you got a girlfriend with a baby. Nobody want no no baggage. I mean, I mean, there's some people that do. I've seen girls with dudes that have kids, and I understand. I, I think to myself, like, you know, why, why is she with him? Why is she putting him with the extra drama? Because he's attractive because he has kids. Yeah. Oh, so he's a good father. But then you got the deadbeat dad that don't do nothing. Yeah, like my sperm donor, a.k.a., Hello. you know. You mentioned sex as a stress reliever, and we take sex too lightly, almost like we're playing Nintendo. What we need to look at is that sex is a major step, right, and sex can lead to pregnancy. So I suggest, in addition to sex as a stress reliever, martial arts, meditation, uh, track and field, on. basketball. No, I'm serious, but also there are herbs that people can take to manage their sex drive, 
Meaning we got to realize that that drive can be managed. There's chase berry. You got to look into things. We don't manage our sexual life the way we manage our dollars. Like we say, okay, we got $10, we can't buy X. But we don't look at it like, okay, well, I got a sex drive. Do I have to go out there and get something or do I manage it? Do I get some herbs on it or do I get busy in some other way? We got to look at it beyond just popping it in and out, which could be even with a condom, even if the woman says she is on the pill can lead to pregnancy. In fact, oral sex can lead to pregnancy. Here's I mean, it's rarer, sex. but it can. Safe sex is, is masturbation. <laughs> that's all I can say. That's, that's the only way. I need to, not with okay. no one nearby because something else could happen. So. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay, so they did touch They did touch on masturbation. Dominique, are you going to uh, join in the conversation tonight? Oh, well, you know what? Dominique, she, 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 maybe, okay, she, maybe she's she, busy. she, 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 no, she, she's playing games. But anyways, whatever. Um, Jay, thank you. That that was more so along the lines of what I was saying, you know, because really I do feel that, you know, but since he brought up the whole subject of uh, uh, of what you should do instead of, you know, he said masturbation. Okay, I'm very shocked here today. I'm very shocked about the things that <laughs> that are coming out of his mouth. <laughs> I'm shocked as hell. But um, anyway, okay, so we touched on here. What about peer pressure? Don't you guys get a lot of peer pressure? Jeanne, a little, a little bit, you guys get a lot. Of, I mean, what, what's up with the peer pressure going on? I mean, what, how does it affect you? Well, what I could say is peer pressure, everybody don't have the same amount of peer pressure. Peer pressure comes in how you look in life. People might be ugly but beautiful at heart. People might be fine and then ugly at, at heart. And that's how it is. So mostly fine people, cute people, people, they have higher pressure than ugly people. If you know about it, if you know, nobody's ugly. Everybody's, you know, cute in their own way. So God never made nobody ugly. But that's just what people think. You know, that's what the world is today. But how we go at life is, it's like, okay, we have sharks. Everybody use that saying. What do you rate me from a, a start from 10 to 1? Everybody always rates me 10, 9. But everybody always, you know, rates oh, people. Oh, so yeah. uh, uh, less fortunate people have to work harder. They have to work harder. They have to buy you stuff. They have to, I could just get you a hamburger at McDonald's and be happy. And you'd be like, oh, this is a fine boy, and we'd be in a long relationship, you know. But peer pressure, it's all how you think of life. It's all how you go at life, and it's all how you show yourself. Everything is your attitude, how you oppress. Like, what you show a woman, that's what she's going to respect from you. If you show her you a power, this one girl got on me talking about my voice is too soft. I said, okay, my voice is soft. Does that mean that I'm a soft dude? I'm masculine. What you talking about? So I have to get in her yeah. face like, for real, I have to prove myself. Like, show her. Then she was like, oh, I just wanted a guy to put me in my place. I was like, we're not here dating. Why do I have to put you in your place? You feel me? But at the same time, yeah. you know, peer pressure, you, you could avoid it at the same time, but most of the time we want it. Most of the time yeah. when I'm walking down the street, when a girl saying, oh, he's fine, he's cute, I, I like that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I have, I, you know, one time I was walking with my homie, my little boy, and um, my friend, um, Dolan, so another rapper, we was walking down the street, and it was this girl that, you know, wasn't attractive. Let's just say she wasn't attractive to me. You know, she might be cute to somebody else. But she was walking down the street, and my little homie was like, you ugly, just to her face like that. I was like, that's so jacked up. So I said, you cute. 
I said, you cute. So I knew coming from me, she would get all blew up. Her head would blow up because I'm good looking. So, you know, I know how Atta I play boy. the game, you know. So I made her smile, you know, and I did it good, you know, in a good way. And I made her feel better about herself. This little boy that she don't know calling her ugly. So this day, and fine girls are suffering from depression. That's what they're suffering from. A reason why they do everything, a reason why they're getting pregnant at 16, a reason why everything that's happening is because they don't think they're good enough. They don't think they look good enough. They think that if they don't look like Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, Aaliyah, Alicia Keys, then they're not fine. And that's where they mess up at. So they make themselves ugly in their mind. They might be beautiful. I see a most finest girl say that they're ugly. And, you know, that's yeah. what's messing up. That's what's messing up in life today. They're suffering from insecurity problems and situations that happen and everything. That's the pressure that I face. Girls, you know, the pressure I face is people not realizing who they are. It's my job as a man, a young man growing up, about to be 18, to face these fears, face my fears and say goodbye to Nate. And that's what you have to do in life. You feel me? Yeah, I feel yeah. you. But then, well, what about the females that the fat girls, the big girls, the big bone girls that say they're the baddest? How you feel about those? I feel, I feel like they lying to themselves. I feel like they fake, aka lying to yourself, because you feel what happens is they have a coma and they like that they they know that they heavy weight, so they hypnotize themselves to think that they're so fine, so they keep on convincing themselves, keep on having it in their head that <laughs> over in time they finally realize they're fine, so they made themselves to be fine. You don't need nobody to tell you you fine. When you got it going on, you make yourself fine. You say that you could be the ugliest guy on earth, and you could be having a best confidence and pull the most fine girl. Could you, could you look like pressure? Could you look yeah, like pressure? Yeah, if you look like Flavor Flav, you could pull girls. I boy got girl. What you talking about? It's all about your flag, a way you come at life. You feel me? Like, that's how it is. You could be ugly, just how that's like. Girls like to feel safe. All they want in the man is Security. to feel safe, yeah, money, <laughs> feel safe, money, and making them laugh and being a gentleman and knowing I, the right things to say and being there for them. After that, they don't need nothing else. You don't even have to offer making love and all that stuff. That comes eventually in time after you do all that. So she wants to marry you if she has all those, uh, what we call, you know, uh, what is it, benefits. Yeah, if you, you yeah, have you, all those benefits, she loves you. You're a keeper, and that's yeah, why they get big girls to take care of you, though, because they got to take care of you because they don't want to lose you. I just say, with a big girl, always you got to worry about eating. <laughs> yeah, you will never be hungry. Clint, oh my God, uh, no disrespect out there intended. Uh, I don't appreciate that because hey, I love some big girls, man. <laughs> love big girls. Hello, hello, because I because remember. Hey. Because you remember, Auntie used to be a big girl, too. Yeah, see, I got yo, some we questions. Have so much, yo, we have so much I got some questions. <laughs> I got yo. some questions for you guys. You know, you guys know, look, you guys know that most people, most people who don't want to talk, they can just text me in their questions to ask you guys, right? And um, I ask you. So I got someone at home who's asking a question of you guys, okay? Um, it's, uh, the first question is, okay, listen, you guys, the first question, this goes for you, Mr. Cortez, because you're getting shouts out. I'm getting texts about you, honey. 
Um, the question is for all of you guys, how do you guys feel about marriage? Uh, <laughs> marriage. Wow. Everybody's <laughs> Yeah, marriage. That's that's I kind of, I think I believe I have because I have a couple guys that I know that's going to get married. You know, they're they're like they're like twenty twenty one. I I personally don't understand that. I think I'm too young. I wanna, I don't want to be with somebody for for the rest of my life, or don't want to rush into anything that ends up not even being nothing. But yeah, and wait, that's a waste of money, honestly. You know, you're too young. You don't, you don't really not know your right, right mind at that age. Let me say that. If you, if you thinking like that, I mean, I mean, uh, you got a whole. Wow. He's like, and one word is wow. But honestly, I feel it's like if you see that special person that you want, that you can't live without, that you text every morning, you talk to every day. You want to see them, you do anything for them. Yeah, Sulema, it's like you want to tie them down. You want to tie yourself down. You want to give them your all, you know. But it's just, you know, you got to, you got to, it's like you want to try. You got to test the waters. Like my sister said, you got to test the waters. You got to see if you guys are compatible, first off. You got to plow the ground. You got to, Dominique said, you got to plow the ground. Basically, like Monique said, you got to see who they're working with first before you. Before you put the water on it. But, but anyway, it's like it's a commitment thing. It's like you're you're done playing the games. You're ready to move on. You're ready to start your family. You're ready to just you know get your life in order. Yeah, and I agree. Hmm? Go on, bro. Go on, bro. Uh, no, I mean like like you said before, you gotta test the waters. You gotta you gotta. It's like uh, you gotta play the game. The you know. But go ahead. Let me. What were you yeah, gonna say? Yeah, marriage. You. One of you brothers mentioned a point that was uh, very important, and you mentioned about. By the way, someone's speaker is on, so giving some feedback. By the but we get into relationships for the wrong reasons. When I was in high school, most of the sisters were looking for the jocks or the guys that had certain swagger, and I was like, excluding the clothes, I was like Urkel. You understand? So very few yeah. sisters were looking for the smart black dude. Now a few were like, oh, that's smart brother over there. Now it's but the inverse. And the brothers that were the players back then are calling me up for like jobs and shit, <laughs> right? So sisters got to change their perception. Don't look for that thug, that dude walking, looking all hard and shit. That's mm. the dude that can probably end up in jail. Look for That's the, the dude that I don't know what 2 plus 2 is. Not yeah, always, man. I'm not saying always. <laughs> my brother looks thugged out and he's a stockbroker. <laughs> so you can't really judge people by that flavor. So when you get into marriage, if you're marrying somebody just because, oh, she wears those short dresses, man, she looks good. Ten years, she has a baby, she's going to look, you know, possibly like fl- mm-hmm. flubber. you got to really just look for the person, and if they have a nice body, cool. If they don't, you know, it's still okay because people that are chubby, it don't mean that they're not attractive. And if somebody yeah. skinny, it shouldn't cute. mean they're not Most attractive. Most chubby girls got cute faces. Yeah, but the system shows us on magazines, oh, you got to have this type of hair. you got to yeah. look like this. The brother has to walk around all his job. Like, yo, what's up, bitch? What's up? Man, we're so confused. we got to really sit back first and say, do I really want this person, or is this what the system is telling me I want? Yeah, true. And also, like, you, the geek was a dude tutoring the jock, getting him through college. I mean, getting him through high school because yeah. he was going to graduate. <laughs> I was telling him what to say. Dudes were coming to me like, yo, how do I approach this girl? And I was like, okay. wow, you know, you tell her. It's crazy, Speak, 
Speak, speaking of that, you know, you guys know that Auntie and your mama and everything. You know, I used to be a, a the ugly duckling turned into the swan too. So, what about that show, that reality show that they got called a a a a pickup artist? The pickup oh. artist. They take geek. They take geek guys, and these geek guys turn themselves into guys who can pick up girls. You guys ever check that out? Yeah. No, but. The concept is crazy because I don't think a guy should have to act like another way to try and get a woman. Meaning, so what if the guy's a geek? Geeks are cool. White people, geeks are getting some pussy. It's like, what is going on? Brothers should be able to be who they are. Yeah, I got a degree. Yeah, I'm into technology. And if you're not into it, then fuck you. I ain't into you. You know what I mean? We don't have to step to somebody else's level and be the player with the cane and all that old school nonsense. We got to get out of that. Out of 100 women, if only one wants you, then that's the one you want. Don't want the 99 that may be chicken head or that looking for the thug, that gangster that's crazy. That shit is like, I just don't understand the mentality. So I'm happy I never gave in to that temptation to be different than who I am. I'm like, if you don't like it, that's your problem. You know? True. It's like the revenge of the nerds. You know how the nerds, you seen that movie? Where the nerds yeah. actually could take and please the the cheerleaders more than the jocks could. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah you know they, they the geeks get look over they get overlooked and and it's it, it's actually a shame because in the end they wind up with the girl because they have the money they have the nice job they work at Google you know and the yeah. jocks over there are flipping burgers. I know. I know. You when they injure their knee, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, too, you guys, the geeks are the ones that make the seventy-five to one hundred and fifty dollars an hour. So you know what? You guys better think about geeks before sheiks, okay? <laughs> Just to let you know, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with a little bump and grind with a little cash on too. Let's check in with the time and let's see what time it is. It is twelve forty-one a.m. It is now August twenty-six, two thousand twelve. We're representing here in Long Beach. This is KXRW. Your community connection internet radio station. Tonight's uh, segment, I am very proud to say, uh, this was just done. You know what? I do shows pretty effortless, and the kids have made everything so uh, effortless as well. Thank you, Jay, for um, joining in. Let me go ahead and drop this, guys. You guys know before, um, before since I only do two hours now, I, I did do three, and I see it is kind of overrunning. But um, at one o'clock, you guys, that's when I go into my third hour. So how I do it, you guys make sure your phones are all charged up and you guys are logged into the system because past 1 o'clock, if you get knocked out because your phone dies or any of that, you won't be able to get back in. So go ahead and charge your phones. Get your get your phones charged up and ready to go. Once I'm going to go ahead and play the outro. After I ask a few more questions, I'm going to play the outro. And we're going to take the outro into 1 o'clock. And once 1 o'clock hour passed, I'll play another song for you guys as well. And then we'll finish up that last hour together, right, like we always do. I'd like to thank all you guys. You guys are really wild. I'm learning a lot tonight. Um, it's now 1242. Uh, let's see. There's another question that my person at home wanted to know, another question for you guys. Okay. Um, no, I don't have bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Uh, but I'll check some things for you, okay? They're asking. I got a request. <laughs> I got a request for bitches ain't shit, but uh, I don't have that on the. Uh, that's not in the roster, okay? 
<laughs> Jay, you think you got bitches ain't shit over there? You think you want to No, I don't have that one. Oh, he don't have bitches ain't shit. That's not in rotation okay. on our radio station. He don't have no rotation on our radio. <laughs> and a shout out there to Todd. Todd, who's at home listening as well. He sent a shout out there to Cortez. He's giving them the big ups and everything. Much love to you, Todd. We love you too. We love you whole bunch. Um, actually, what's up, Todd? Uh, yeah, what's up, Todd? We love you. We know you're at home and listening. And a shout-out there to my girl, Candice, out there in San Diego. She's out there listening, too. Um, I have another question for you guys. Monique, she uh, probably was at work, so she's doing her thing. Here's another question. Do you believe it is necessary to know yourself first? First before marriage, right? Do you think it's yeah. it's, it's better to know yourself first before you get into marriage? I think that's what my caller wants. And she did say, yeah. amen, Mo, I'm sending a shout-out to Mo. I'm sending it to her because she did get disconnected. I don't know if she'll call back in before the end of this hour. But um, do you guys feel it's necessary to know yourself before, what, marriage? Or, you know, to know yourself first, I would say. Do you, what do you guys feel on that? Here's yeah, not, on, not only for marriage, for anything, whether dating, for going to college. If you don't know yourself, you end up doing something, college, date, marriage, and you find out later it's the wrong move. But how do you know yourself when we're not taught who we are? So an important part of knowing ourselves is really knowing our culture, and it's way beyond what America tells us. Our culture is really African. We're African people. Italians know their culture. You see them on Italian, they're going off. The, the Jews know their culture, right? The Greeks know theirs, but we don't know ours. We don't know about Timbuktu, and we don't know about Kemet and Egypt. So we're caught up in a white man's system trying to be African-American instead of be African-African. Once we're African-African, then we can be like, oh, shit, we're the original people. We're the top dogs. We're at the top of the food chain. So if we caught on the white man's system, then we stuck. I got family members stuck. They married, they this, they that, they're on Wall Street, but their mind is fucked up totally. So know yourself, and to know yourself, know Africa. Once you know Africa, you're straight. It's going to limit your pool of marriage mates because most of our people are lost on the other stuff, but it'll make you a stronger person, and you might have to wait like me. I was in my 30s before I got married because I kept holding off because I didn't meet the right person. So know yourself. Learn about Africa. Do meditation. Learn about your Yoruba religion. Learn about our spirituality in Kemet. Learn about Coptic Christianity. Learn about Imhotep, the most brilliant human ever, and most brothers and sisters don't even know about him. Learn about Timbuktu in Africa and how the Europeans went in and crushed many of our libraries over there. Now, not that all Europeans are bad, but I'm just saying their culture is not ours. We came before them. <laughs> when we had civilization, they were in caves. It's real. They were backwards people. They learned from us, took it, and then they took control of the world. So we the original people know our black power movement. <laughs> thank you for that, Jay, um, as well. Thank you for letting the kids know that, too, um, sending that out. Um, what do you feel? Um, uh, Zane, you out there, go ahead and represent. What do you feel? Right. you think you should know yourself? For, uh, well, uh, you know what, Zane? I don't even have to ask you this question because you know yourself, baby. <laughs> I, my, if you I, don't know nobody else, baby, you know you I and God. Feel, baby. I gotta I say just that. Feel, I just feel like if you don't know yourself, then how can you feel? How can you know somebody else? 
Like, that's how I feel. Like, if you don't know yourself, like, all that stuff about geeks and jocks and all that stuff, if you're a geek, just like he said, be a geek. Because whatever you submit it to, whatever you sell your soul to, whatever you do, what you're going to do to, that's what you're going to prove out in life. If we keep on jumping, oh, I'm going to be a singer one day, then I'm going to be a rapper one day, your talent will never grow. You're cutting off everything you're aiming for. So find yourself so it could grow. That's all I could say. Like, if you find what you want to do, like my rapping thing, I found that's all me, and now I'm growing. You feel me? I couldn't just jump from rapping and doing something else and think that I was going to be a great rapper that I am today. If you don't find yourself, then you don't know who anybody else is. So you don't dignify yourself. Yeah. Yo, 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 Zane, man, much respect, man. You're a young man with a old soul and a wise mind, I got to say, man. Much love, dog. Much love for that, man. You you putting it down tonight, but but um, I agree with you, man. For real, I don't think I don't. But that's what that's another reason why I don't believe in getting married so young, because you know you you still finding yourself so young. You know you 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 going to college, you doing other stuff, you going to the military, and you know if you going to the military, you might you might be very. Very different. Yeah, man. So I, I totally agree with you, Zane. Um, much love, man. As, everybody. What, what happened? I said much love to everybody. For real, man. That, 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 you, I mean, you, you took the words out of my mouth, man. I mean, that's, man. He said you're his idol. <laughs> you're my yeah. hero. I love you, man. There you go. Hey, there you go, man. That hey, that's representation just from the sh- short time that you've been on air on this station tonight. The uh, power that you have, the influence that you have in these people's lives, as far as the words that that you have said tonight. I mean, I'm an old man, and I I'm an old man. Oh, Dusty, mother. <laughs> not, hey, not, hey, not milk, but powdered milk, goddamn. <laughs> but yeah, man, you put it down, man. I'm really enjoying what you got to say tonight. Yes, man. I want to say you represent for your auntie and your family as well. I hope your daddy. I hope your daddy, my brother, is somewhere and your mom is somewhere where they can hear this radio show tonight because, yes, you did bring it, but, you know, you brought you bring it all the time. You know what? Um, we got about, like, eight minutes. We're about nine minutes before, you know, we're actually, we got about, let's say, four minutes before I go ahead and play the outro. You guys are going to hang on past one o'clock, and then I'm going to play another song, and then I'm going to bring you guys back in. Um is you want to go ahead and freestyle something right quick for me? Yeah, I get about four, five minutes or something right quick. Uh, all right, then. All right. When it comes to God, got heavy artillery. I don't try to be mentally leaving them under arrest, making them hit, bring them up, making them chemistry. Rapping so vicious, rapping so hard that they witching it was to me. Happened so suddenly, keep on pulling me. Robbing the game is like robbing for jewelry. Having dreams like Martin Luther King. So I fly above all things so I could be named king. So when you see my reflection, it reflects down flexing. So there's no yeah. love on these understand. People got to hustle just to eat. That's right. For marriage, just thinking about a heartbeat. Understand. 
don't take me weak as a man. I got more raps than grains of sand, more flows than water. I ain't fighting no mayhem. I'm just trying to be me, making orders, taking orders. I heard Martin Luther King. That's good. Right there, I was hooked. MLK, you're straight. Jay, Jay, little Yo. bit. Uh, that's that's Lil Zane. That's my nephew. He is a All Christian right. rapper. He is up and coming. His CD already hit the press already. And uh, much love to my little baby out there. Um, I thank you very much, baby, for representing as well. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and check in. What time it is? Twelve fifty-one. Um, I like to say out there to my uh, my listeners out there, you guys get in. If you guys want to call on in, call on in at three four seven three two seven. Nine five one seven, and go ahead and get in before one o'clock, so you guys can be on, and you guys can bring what you got, you know, bring your knowledge, bring whatever words you have to say. Thank you, Jay, for representing as well. Um, is there any questions that you have for the young people, Jay? I mean, I mean, you are um, the reason why I say what I said about the sixteen-year-olds having uh, babies and so forth. I see what kind of parent you are, and I see how you guys raise your kids and how you homeschool your kids. And, you know, you guys take a lot of interest into your kids. And so, you know what, I know, I know you made a foundation for your family. So, with that, is there anything that you'd like to ask young people before we go into that, you know, into that third hour? Well, I want to know what their thoughts are on who they are as people, meaning do they consider themselves strictly, you know, from a European standpoint? Do they know much about Africa? You know, that's. Or oh, if they're Native Indian, do they know that culture? That's my question. What do you know of your culture? Well, pretty much Dominican, Dominican Cortez, they know about their Native American culture because, you know, right now before I started the show, I burned sage, right? And we do celebrate our Native American um, history, too. Uh, yes, you guys do. We Yes, we do. We do the healing circle, and, yes, we do have sage over here burning because sage is a way to uh, eliminate all that bad, you know, about your house and so forth. Um, we're Cherokee and Blackfoot representing as well as Jeanne. Um So, yeah, I know they do represent their heritage. Do you guys know anything about well, who owns this world? Who owns this world? Do you, do you guys know who owns this world? Illuminati. Hey, hey, go ahead. I like that. What, the creator, the God, our father? No, you know hey, what? Say it again. Up, this world is the devil's. Jesus. All right, so we got, hey, we got some young people out here holding mic, holding noise. We got some young folks out here that just represented. First thing that, that came out their mouth was the spirit of the Lord. One said the creator, the other said Jesus, and then, you know, it was pretty much backed up after that. So, yeah, I encourage them to look. And then one, when somebody came up, <laughs> who, who Jesus was and who God was, because those nouns are very modern. I had, I had one over here. I had one over here that shouted that Illuminati and the devil rules the world. So, okay. You yeah, guys, let, because... give me some feedback on what's up with the Illuminati shit. And I can can you tell me what is okay, give give me about give me about four minutes, Illuminati. Tell me about what is up with the Illuminati, you guys. Well the uh this is Derek by the way, but uh the Illuminati actually means to light up, you know, to blow up or you know, to make make something light. But the what what it is is it's a it's a group of gentlemen or ladies that um use that as very very selective, limited, that um, go out 
recruit guys like usually usually the rappers, Jay Z, all those type of guys who want to make it mainstream and who would do anything to make it mainstream with money, fame, coochie, all that. They want it all. But what they don't realize is they, they gotta it's a price they gotta pay before they do it. So what they they talking to the guy, you know. It is. Yes. You think the rain? I'm sorry, but you know about the Rain Man and all that that stuff. Yeah, it's really creepy. You gotta check it out on YouTube. Check it out. The Rain Man. Um, what it is is basically it's a devil that's disguised that that, that rappers use, in their raps to disguise the devil, that help them with the money, fame, and all that. Everything. Well, I feel like Illuminati, since I am a rapper and everything, you know, I feel, so I've been studying on it and looking on YouTube, watching videos about who's a part of it and who's not, everything. I feel like it's just young people that they they feel like there's no outcome in life and they feel like they have to sell their soul just to get their riches and get their own Ontario goals and to be big and be idols, but they don't know that. Once you sold your soul, you, you're you worthless. You you ain't nothing. I made a song that I said I sold my soul to God, so I won't sell it to the devil. And, like, I feel like if you can't get to that level of maturity and fame by yourself with your own mentality, then you're a nobody. You might feel now you're trying. You don't sell your soul because whatever you could do with somebody else's help, you could do by yourself. That's why we have underground rappers that don't ain't got record labels. I agree, man. I totally agree, man. I, I mean, I, I think I think it's a, it's a shame. It's a shame yeah. to us, first of all, because we are like the Is first guys to listen to the music, everything. You know, well, we we, we party and rock into this, and uh, we don't. Some of us, a lot of us, don't even realize the the story behind it. You know, it's it's, it's it's very it's, it's a war out here. It's a spiritual war out here. That's everything is Armageddon. Everything is Armageddon. It's like. Every situation we have in life, Illuminati, any situation we have, it's a struggle. We're playing tug of war against anything we do in life. And that's why we have to be winners and think that we're a winner no matter what. Our world would eat us alive. That's why I said a world is a devil run to because I created a world. But as soon as Adam and Eve did all that sin, they created sin. And that's when a devil took over. And that's why God has heaven and he made hell and all that stuff that so he knows where we're supposed to be. At the end of the world, a new world order, he's destroying this earth. It's not going to be this earth, so he created a new earth. That's why it's a new world order. When you read your history of the Bible and mankind and everything, Illuminati is just people, normal people like us that serve the devil and doing everything the opposite of what God does. Right yeah, on the, the Illuminati was started by a Jewish man. Um, uh, even Islam, it's, it's indicating, was started by the Catholic Church. Much of religion was started, modern religion, uh, by Europeans. Before Europeans, we had spirituality. The word Jesus didn't exist when we were being spiritual. So a lot of what happens, we have been brought up on. But if we get really spiritual, God would not be a he, because God does not need a penis. The word God itself, as I indicated before, is a pagan term that comes from Europe, specifically from Germany. And it originally didn't mean a he or a she. Like I said on another show, it was a neuter. 
So once we know ourselves and we start researching just with the preachers and teachers and politicians and everyone and even parents, teachers, then we start to see, wait a minute, this is deeper than the surface level that they teach us. It's really about spirituality, I think. And once we become well, spiritual, then we can vibe and find the right mate and go to the right school and, you know, do the right things. Well, you guys, look, I'm down to 60 seconds, so I'm going to check it out on the intro. Thank you, guys. You just go ahead, hang in there, keep that phone logged in. We're going to take it on out of here. Ask yourself what you're going to do to make a difference, you guys. Peace and 
Hey guys, you're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 1:01 in the AM. It is September. I mean, <laughs> damn, August 26, 2012. <clears throat> the kids got me going over here. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and send a shout out there. Uh, since the kids are talking about how to uh, be a better person and how to upgrade yourself, I'm gonna go ahead and play that cut that uh, I just downloaded on my uh, in my tunes. Upgrade you. So uh, can we upgrade you? Uh, before we went on air tonight, I was playing it, and they was in here rocking. So we're going to go ahead and rock it for them right now, right? Upgrade you. And since we're speaking of Illuminati and Jay-Z and Beyonce and all of them folks and uh, Kanye West and all the messages with the Illuminati going on, okay, I got love for Beyonce and Jay-Z, so it's all good. I don't care. I don't even feed into that old Illuminati thing. But anyway, here it is. Upgrade Upgrade y'all, niggas. Hold on, I'm gonna upgrade you. <laughs> yeah, B. Talk your shit. Time to let me upgrade you. How you gonna upgrade me? Higher than number one. You know I used to beat that block. Now I bees the block. Let me upgrade. <laughs> I hear you be the block, but I'm the like to keep the streets on. Notice you the type that like to keep them on the leash, so I'm known to walk alone, but I'm alone for a reason. Sending me a drink ain't appeasing. Believe me, come harder. This won't be easy. Don't doubt yourself. Trust me, you need me. This ain't a shoulder with a chip or an ego. But what you think they all mad at me?
who infiltrated all the corporate dudes. They call shots, I call audibles. Jacob the jeweler bubbles, the rain swap sort of dude. It's big ballin', baby, when I'm caughtin' you. I'm talking spy bags and fly pads and rooms at the Bloomberg. And rumors, you on the verge of a new merge. Cause that rock on your fingers like a tumor. You can't fit your hand in your new purse. It's humorous to me, they watchin' and we just got an Allen hoppin' off of your mafia coast. Mafioso, oh baby, you ever seen satin? No, not the car, but everywhere we are. You sure to see stars, this is high level, not eye level. My bezel, courtesy of all the malls. I order yours the mall. Now look at the time I saved ya. Mama, let me upgrade Thing, thing on a hip, yeah. G-H-E-L, pop five. Don't know how to act, act. 
Kelly told y'all don't bring them in the club. When she rocked that, got the boy in love. And I pray that y'all ain't serious. Cause seriously, she's on the Say you there? Oh, wait a minute. Hey, hey. Oh, you know what? I didn't have my mic on. Okay, you guys, it is now 1.14 a.m. Yeah, August 26, 2012. Okay, let's go ahead and touch everybody and make sure everybody's out here. Zane, you out there? Yeah. 
Okay, baby. Um, let's see if a little bit is out there. <laughs> okay, Auntie tripping. Okay, okay. Hey, I thought you was going for me. Okay, little bit, you out there? Uh, hello. Why you gotta be? Why you gotta be? Hello, Jay, you out there? <laughs> That's not funny. Jay, hello, yeah. you out there? Okay, yeah. hey, we got Jay, we got Jane out there, we got Cortez, Dominic, and we still got there. Little bit, go ahead and touch me when you get a chance. She might be a little bit busy right now. But um, anyways, uh, it is one fifteen a.m. It is August twenty-six, two thousand twelve. Let me go ahead and check the phone and see if there's any more questions out here um that you guys are asking. Uh, I got a question for you guys um, as far as uh, what are you guys feeling about the job situation? You guys are young black people, um, and you're new out here two weeks. Uh, what are you feeling about the job situation? Do you feel like you're yeah, – oh, do you guys even know what it is that careers are, are beneficial for you guys? Hold on. Here's Cortez. I'm a boss. Uh. <laughs> well, I actually to make a correction. I was only, I was out here for three weeks um, now. And I, I haven't honestly. I haven't been looking for a job out here. I really didn't know if I wanted to stay out here or not. But back home where I'm from, I got everything. I got a job, car, women, everything, man. I got everything. And I, I what I what I want to do here is I want to start a new life. I want to go to school out here. I, I heard it's cheaper out here. I want to, um, you know, get. Start a new life out here, cause you know I, I got a reputation back home. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tend to, I tend to, uh, I, I tend to uh, stick to the women that's close to me. I guess I, I, I got a lot of women in the workforce that I work. I'm a manager also at McDonald's, but um, yeah. I got a one thing. Don't, don't. I don't think it's a good idea to mess with girls on the job because. Yeah, things could blow up and lead to other stuff. And we, we, you don't want to uh, bring it into the job that you don't, you know, you want to just leave it to the side. So you know what I learned is I gotta tell, I gotta tell them what it is about. You know, I, I, I okay, I'm gonna agree. I'm a admit I do lie to them a little bit on the emotional side and tell them I love them a little bit sometimes. <laughs> As you know, I, I I still let them know at the end of the day. Listen, we can we got to keep this between me and you, baby. We I can't you know I can't afford for you to tell everybody what's going on. No, nah, not at all. They skinny, some skinny. I no. Well, what's, well, your what's your preference? What's your preference? Well, what's your preference for women? Have fun. I mean, yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on, I, 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 I'm gonna be honest. I like, I like, I like girls that are smaller. They're a little feisty, you know. I like the little challenge, the little fight in them, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I don't want it like too violent when we beating the shit out of each other and everything. But you know, I just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I just want to keep a little excitement to it. I guess that brings a little excitement. Yeah, it makes it, it makes it not boring, you know. You just so you looking like, at the guy. Or the, so you like throwing your woman around the room? Nah, that's a different story. I don't agree with that. I'm saying, you know, to give him a little. What does she ask for? Uh, 
I mean, that depends on how she want to be thrown. I mean, does she want to be thrown in my lap? Like, you know, like, you know, I'm a, yeah, that's not oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> it all depends. No, but it all depends. Like, with work, work is cool. It's, it's, you know, it can be stressful being a boss. You deal with all the drama. You know, whenever uh, anybody's upset, they come looking at you, you know, and you're the number one guy to go to. But also, too, you're like the peacekeeper. You know, you got to make everybody feel feel like they're appreciated and, and you got to make sure the customer feels like they're the number one priority. But with uh, relationship-wise, you know, like you said, uh, work and uh, dating in the workplace, that's a very unacceptable, but it does happen. You know, everyone finds their, their self in a situation where, you know, they like someone or they feel that somebody likes them and, you know, it's always that friendly touch or, or, uh, or let's say, you know, that bump or, you know, little things. And you notice, you pick up on them. We're all humans. We all make mistakes, but, you know, we got to learn from them. But you don't want to put your career on the line, you know, for, you know, a quick, a quickie. You know, a quick 5, 10, 15 minute special because it, that could ruin your life, you know. I mean, like, not to say that that's the only job you're going to have, but, you know, you can everything can be going straight for you right then and there. And, you know, you got your ducks lined up and you're ready, you know, you're ready to cash in on that. But um, as a relationship-wise, no. Sex in the workplace, uh no, especially if you already had sex at work before and you lost the job before. You should have learned your lesson the first time. No, but uh, if anything, I'm not saying no names. <clears throat> but um, other than that, anybody have any questions about that or any comments? Well, a comment on the job. The job situation is a precarious one because jobs that we have are temporary. The boss man is still the boss man from back in the day. It behooves oh. us to really develop our own, meaning while you're doing one job, develop our own businesses just like all other cultures yeah, Koreans yeah. come in our community and do the nails the Chinese sell us the shrimps and the soul food, the Jews and everybody owns our property Ale, and, and chicken and Chinese food and place. chicken. And, I mean they take our stuff and become the number one rapper it's like what is going on so we need to realize that the freedom comes from having our own even if we just got a fruit stand have something <laughs> that we don't have to depend on the system because my mom worked in this slave system, and when she retired, I mean, they basically kick you up, kicked her out the door. There's basically, no respect, yeah. and the first people they fire are the black and brown people. The first. Yeah. So true. while we get in our groove in the slave system, develop something else, or write a book, or learn a bit more about basketball and become a consultant, or you know, open a, a chat line or something. Because when they're ready for us to go. We're gone. That's if they even hire us in the first place. But sex on the job is definitely bad, especially if you're a leader, because it leads to a loss of respect. It's almost like sex in your building with someone else. There are certain places that are just off limits. In your building, yeah. off limits. On the job, off limits. Now, of course, we're human, and if somebody has, you know, got you turned on, if you can't control it, you might make a mistake. But whether you own the business or you're working for the man, oh. it's not a good idea. Not acceptable, but you know, it, it, I'm pretty sure it happens all the time. Yeah, but it, because then you behold them to whoever the person is what? under you. Hey, it might you, not. You know? Hey, it might not be acceptable. It might not be right, but it's definitely hot. Come on. <laughs> right, you don't really want to crap where you eat, but however, it's happening all the time. That's why the copy. The copier room is the best place in the, in the building, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> or, or if you're a manager and you have you sleep with the girl and then 
Oh, they can use that as blackmail, or you know how it can get nasty. Yeah. Oh, I want more hours, and and it just oh, it could be a nightmare for you. You know, I've seen it before with that with one of my older managers. You know, he couldn't get rid of this girl because you know I overheard yeah, pers- I, I overheard personally of the girl saying, "You told me if I did this that I would get more hours," and I was like, my mouth uh, just dropped. You know, you know they swept that one under the rug. That one got swept under the rug. They tried to transfer the girl, get rid of her. Send her anywhere, you know, just get her out of the store because the manager was just, he was going, he was going, he was breaking down. He had a family, you know, so, you know, if word got out, it, it would have been all, all over for him, you know. Yeah. It's just hard, you know. It's like temptations, it, it's, it's, it's a mofo. So, 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 okay, because I'm the guy, I guess, you know, I'm the bad guy here. So, what do you do if a girl is coming on to you and she tells you, she wants you to meet, you know, I want you to meet me down here, or I want to meet you right there, and she, you know, she rubbing you good, and she make you all wrecked it up, everything, man. You, She got everything. What do you do as a man? It's it's hard, because, you know, men are men, and we will go there, you know, just because it's the fact that, you know, we have we have issues that we need to work on, or we have that, that the same urge. You know, I mean, we test the waters. We go as far as the women let us. But at the same time, we got to know when to say no. But most men don't say no. They fall into it because, you know, we think what our other heads, our bigger heads, as we call them. Not our brains. We think what are the, <laughs> the heads in our pants, and that always seems to get us in trouble. Yeah, you any comments on men, that? yeah, especially men that are in leadership positions. You find that men that are, like, in charge of stuff, very often have an extremely strong sex drive, right? But it's up to that man to make some decisions. They, they quantify and qualify just what's going to go down and if it's appropriate, meaning on the job, a good leader is going to say, hold on, wait a minute, not a good idea. Now we all have the sex drive, so then it's up to us to say, well, look, why is the woman coming on to me in the first place? Maybe I'm the boss and maybe this is going to F up my whole you know, career. But I don't think sex in and of itself is the problem. I think the problem is boundaries and communication, meaning two people talking and saying, you know, what type of relationship do we have? What's the deal with you? How are you living? Are we one-on-one or are we one-on-four? And if that's the case, then that's cool. If it's not the case, then you don't cross the line. So it's more a parameter thing, thinking with a brain, critical thinking, as opposed to, you know, hit them over the head with the sex drive and get the club and drag them in the cave. We have to suppress sometimes, and sometimes we got to, you know, go for the gusto if it's appropriate given the scenario and situation. But. Oh, no. Come on. Hey, yeah, that's, that is correct. Yeah, I feel you on that, bro. And check this out. Sometimes it's just that your position warrants that. You know, sometimes ladies like men in a position of power, like, if a lady ran up on a President Obama right now, believe me, she's dropping them drawers and throwing it around his head, all right? And that happens at every level, you know what I'm saying? It can happen at the local level as well as the national level as well as the international level, you know? So that's what's going on when you're talking about sex in the workplace, you know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, let me say eight times out of ten, she's only into it. Because of your position, you know what I'm saying, or are you just that hot, you know what I mean. So you do have to be careful 
But like you said, how do you manage yourself? How do you manage that discipline? How do you have that discipline day in, day out, 365, right? Of course, we don't work 365 you know, with weekends and things of that nature. But how do you how do you manage that? You see somebody, you up in their face every day. They pulling on you, you, you know, you kind of digging on them. So you have to uh, display the discipline of not getting it on on the workplace. And y'all can't go nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? Or it could be exciting just to do it there. It may be her fantasy, and you just part of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's well, what's going on. I think once you let the break in the armor happen, it's over. I mean, it's like an eggshell. Once you say, damn, what would it be like? then it's going to be like what it would be. Once you say, no, nah, I'm not going to even cross that in my brain because right now this is my department's right next door. What the hell is going on? For example, as a young man, you don't want to roll like that, especially if you have a relationship that doesn't allow such rolling to occur. But if you break the armor, I think it's gone. If you don't break the armor, meaning if you don't even allow your brain to go there and see her in the bikini, or for women to see the brothers in there, he's nice, what would happen? But I'm the boss because there's women too in positions of power. You know, and there's so much more to life than sex. That that brief encounter is like heaven. If you hit it, it's like wow, it was great. And then you're later, like damn, I'm late for my meeting, or I'm supposed to be mixing a track. What am I doing? So, priorities and take some look into herbs that suppress sex drive. Sometimes that's necessary. Hey, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jay. Hey. Hey, we got a sidebar conversation going on here in the room that has to be brought to the forefront. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to hold it down for a minute. Uh, hold on. We're going to take a short little second pause. Play one song. Can you play one song? Play one song, please, so we get it together here, because it's heated up in here, y'all. This is like the green room up in here. You know what I'm saying? It's going on. You got people all type of talking all kind of craziness all over the place. All kind of conversations is going on, so we're going to take a pause, calm it down over here, because the green room is active, y'all. No sex in the champagne room, (laughs) y'all. Okay, you guys, we do, we, we are, we are, what, wait a minute, you heard that white, wait a minute, wait a minute. We, black girls have low tolerance of catching sexual transmitted diseases. Okay, the sidebar, now you see how it feels when people, look, okay, we're, we're going to go ahead and take, we're going to go ahead and take a break because look, now, 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 now you see what I mean. Okay, okay, Jay, Jay, Jeanne, we're going to go ahead, Luzane. We'll go ahead and take a little short little music break because they're over here getting heated because of the conversation about STDs. We're talking about STDs, you guys. And and you know what? And you know what? This is another thing that needs to be represented. You know, I don't know. People don't want to come clean and say, nobody want to, this is an anonymous situation. But the STD thing, you know, you know what? At alarming rates, at alarming rates, People are getting, you know, Monique, she, she out of here, she had to probably work, um, at alarming rates that people are spreading diseases. And so, really, seriously, and from what I read in the, the, the documents I got from the, the health department recently, that, you know, there's things that are not curable 
that but with the con you can't protect yourself with a condom. And I even heard wait a minute, wait a minute, and then I hear y'all myths. You know, I heard myths about uh you you could pull out and you won't get a girl pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And then what did uh Dominique told me her girls back this is years ago, that her girlfriends was like talking about they're still virgins but they give head. All of these myths yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a long time ago. This is these are myths that that you young people are spreading amongst, and then you can't get pregnant if you have sex, and then you dish after. You know that's this book. And if you have sex in your butt, you can't get pregnant. Well, no, you can't get pregnant unless you're gonna have a booty baby. But the case is, I mean, do you want to have a dookie baby? Okay, okay, no. And if your baby come out of your booty, then you know that's going to be a dookie baby. So who's going to be like, oh, that little dookie baby, that's your dookie baby? No. So we're going to go ahead. Don't be talking about my dookie baby. But look, I'm going to be like, oh, that's a dookie baby. But look, we're going to go ahead and take a short break. And we're going to come back and we're going to touch on that. A little Zane, um, Jay, you guys just hang on in there. I'm going to play a little cut right here. We're going to work this out. I'm going to see who and what wants to come clean. We need to talk about that STD situation, okay? We need to talk about, you know, the uncurable thing. We, look, I, from my understanding, you guys, that if you get gonorrhea a certain amount of times now, it turns into HIV. And that's what I know. That's documented. Uh, oh, my God. He did he just say once in a lifetime. It's cool. Okay, we're going to go ahead. We're going to play a little cut. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to keep the music like hip hip hop for them, right? Because I mean, you know, kind of cool. Cause none of my old grandmama shit. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna go and play a little short music break, and Mama gonna go ahead and take a little bit. You guys just hold on, Zane, Jay, hold on. I'm gonna go ahead and take a little short music break. It is now one thirty-two in the a.m. It's August twenty-six, two thousand twelve. You're here on Gina's Groove Theory. Is is <laughs> it's KXRW your community connection internet radio station? Much love. Can I take you home? <laughs>
feeling like these other guys Let me drop this on your mind I'm not here to waste your time I know what I Everybody, we're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now one thirty-eight in the AM. It's August twenty-six, two thousand twelve. 
you're representing with Gina's Groove Theory. This is a uh, wow. This is a quite interesting conversation that we're having. Actually, uh, we got a little bit under maybe 18 minutes left, and I do want to get this subject out. This part of this part of the segment out. Um, let's go ahead and touch back with Lil Zane and Jay. And um, then I'm going to get with you guys. This this part of this is this is the most crucial and important part that you know I feel that you guys need to really bring it on home. Okay, we got about a good, like I said, a good. Let's say I, I want to end this show on time. So let's say um, it is 1:40 now. Let's let's do this in 15 minutes. All you guys bring it about the whole issue about STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. Okay, um, I was, like I said before, with the break, I was fortunate enough to get some material about uh, STDs and to learn that, uh, you know, getting a certain, getting gonorrhea a little bit more than three times can lead to AIDS and, and issues like this and that. The myths that you guys, I remember Dominique telling me that, you know, her friends, her white friends were more so um, saying that they were virgins because they would, you know, have oral sex and you know, I know that it's rampant about amongst women, grown women now. You know, I mean, it's like everybody's doing that. You know, and they think that you can't get sexually transmitted diseases from that, and you can't. I was at the clinic, and I got the documentation. You can get sexually transmitted diseases from giving head, y'all. So, I'm sorry I had to say it like that. And then also, too, you know, even in my in my era, right, we got to worry about men who who are bisexual who are saying that they straight. So we're going to talk about STDs, you guys. All right. I want you guys in this last, what, y'all got about 13, 14 minutes to bring it home to the kids out there about sexually transmitted diseases and how serious it can be. I'm going to go ahead and start off with you, Zane. I know you got some info about some sexually transmitted diseases. Come on. I mean, what can you tell the people? Well, I think I don't really know nothing about, you know, diseases or anything. So I never met nobody with diseases or anything. But I do feel like if you do know somebody with disease or whatever, be safe and wear protection. You feel me? But I just. I wouldn't mess with them. I always ask anybody that I do talk to, you know, anybody that I do talk to, you know, mostly I just, I just, if you have that, you need to go get that checked out. You feel me? Like go with some friend, go to the doctor, something. That's all I could say because, you know, from a youth people from, you know, 16 to 21, you know, it's usually in you know, older or, you know, some people. Is it old ladies, Don? Yeah, it's them old ladies. It's them yeah. old ladies. They got the, the you it's know, more, they got the words, right? It's more of a right? 35, 25 that got more diseases, but you feel me? But and it's, and it's rampant amongst us, uh, us black women. Seriously, you guys. Uh, black women are uh, the highest rate of HIV, you guys. And then just letting you guys know that uh, this city here is second on the list as far as, uh, hello. Um, you guys, yeah. this is serious shit here. So just to let you guys know, this is knowledge that I do have. And then, and 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 Johnny, I'm I'm glad you don't, but you you make sure you always suited and booted. When you say you suited and booted, <laughs> you say suited and booted, you be suited and booted because you know what? It is very important. 
And if that haven't touched you, you don't need, you don't even need to go there. I appreciate what you just said. Um, yeah. As far as, you don't, you ain't got no knowledge, but keep suited and no booted. No knowledge keep, on that. <laughs> keep keep suited and booted, baby. Especially with the old ladies, because let me tell you what my nanny, with your nanny, I don't know, you don't remember your nanny, but nanny said that old yeah. ladies got the worms, baby. They got the worms. <laughs> And them old ladies gonna give you the worms. You better watch out. And you know what? The old ladies, no, 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 not real old ladies, right? No, 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 no. The real old ladies right there that turn you wrinkled. Okay, you, you turn around. You be looking like them, and they be looking like Lil Zane, nigga. They be talking about what's up. And they gonna bust a rhyme on you too and shit. You be like, damn, wait a minute. Did that? Stop messing with them old ladies. Come on, come on, Jay. What is it that you got to say about the STDs? Come on, I know you probably ain't never had it either. Now, what's going on? Uh, STDs are a real serious part of our community. Um, so much going on from when the FBI put crack in our community to what seems to be the creation of AIDS as a tool of uh, population control. So we have a lot of things in addition to police brutality and stress and suicide and all kinds of drama. So brothers, young brothers and sisters out there really need to think before they jump into some action because even with a condom, um, it could break and there are other ways to get the diseases. So if possible, you got to find alternatives to the unsafe sex. And I keep saying get on some herbal suppressants until you find the right one. You can't tell if the person has it just because they look a certain way or they're a certain age or they're rolling in their suit or whatever because they could be the worst one. Got to be very careful. There's no point having a few minutes of pleasure and then you got a lifetime of drama. Now there are a lot of people living with uh, diseases, and to those people, you know, they have the responsibility to try and not have others catch it. So our community is jacked up. we got to really share some love and control these STDs. Well, thank you very much for that. Thank you very much. That that kind of brought it home. Now, Derek, since we got these side conversations, what we gonna have you say about what's going on with the STDs? Come on, uh, um, uh, the the kids over here want to know: Have you ever got burned, in New York? They calling you New York? I don't know. His oh, name New York? Yeah, once, once. Oh. Yeah, okay, okay, I said it, I said it. <laughs> okay, see, that's what I'm saying. Thank you, Jay, for being honest because we got these hooks up in here that uh, they all tell like, I ain't. Not you, not you, Zane, nah, not you, baby, because I know you's a baby. I'm talking about these old niggas over here talking about they ain't had nothing. They only got this. They lying. They only had eczema. Hey, I resemble that remark. Hold on. Leave me alone Derek Yeah right (laughs) Well the story with me was I I never I was 17 years old Um, It it was a girl that You wouldn't think That had the the disease or whatever She had a baby face She was little She was white You wouldn't assume it You know yeah, uh, you know, uh, it was I was doing my junior prom pictures. I was getting ready for that. You no, know, the girl messaged me on Facebook. She said, "Meet me." 
I said, let's do it. You know, one thing led to another. We end up doing our thing. Yeah, and the funny, the funny thing about the whole thing was, I did not know what it was. I was, I was, it was like hurting when I peed. I was, I was just, it was just a terrible feeling. I told my mom, she just told me to go back home, go, 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 go back and sleep and all that shit. I was like, I mean, are you serious? I know you're not done, but, uh, and, you know, for your mom's sake, you know, she probably was just saying, hey, baby, just go home, put some Robitussin on it, you'll be all right. (laughs) 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 What? But another thing was I, I didn't know my I told my boys, you know, I've been feeling this pain and my you know and they was like, Oh yeah, man. Well, you 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 was messing with you was like you was messing with you Yeah, man, I know exactly <laughs> I know exactly what's wrong with you. And then you know <laughs> But you know <laughs> Well, you know, but another thing was, you know, I guess my my boys burned me behind my back or something. Because when I was at the lunch table that morning, you know, yeah, everybody knew it. I was all around the whole school. You know, it didn't turn out too well. But um, are you telling me that? Everybody knew you had sex the day before and then told you, you know what? You had sex with that girl and now you burned. Yeah, they kind of, they didn't tell me. Hold on. They didn't tell me. I didn't know about the girl until after the fact I did what I had to do. So, yeah, I kind of, I kind of rushed into things and everything, which didn't turn out well. But, yeah, but everybody knew about her except for me. How do I, how don't I know about it? That don't make sense. But I'm gonna leave it to um, God, Cortez, God. Cortez and he God, gonna tell God, you his story. Now nah, I remember I met this girl that I would have never. It's always the ones that you would never think that would do it to you too because she was pretty nice, uh, mixed race. It's like you know, just a little dream girl. You know, took it down. A couple weeks went by. Went to work. Worked like a twelve, thirteen hour shift. And this was like what when I was like twenty twenty one, you know I waited that long, but it's like uh, I happened to go with my cousin. We're, it was late at night. I just got off of work. We went to the liquor store or something to get something to drink or eat, and I'm like, man, I gotta pee, you know. And it just felt so bad because it's like it's not. It's like I've been holding. It felt like I've been holding, but I wasn't holding. So I go to this little dark corner and alley. I start to pee, and I'm like, ah, you know, you feel like a burn. You feel like a pain. It's like you know, I was like, what's going on? I'm trying to force it out. It won't come. It's like, it was just all bad. So then I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then I start looking. I see little white spots on my underwear. And then I was like, man, you know, I didn't tell nobody about it. And I told my cousin when I got back. I was like, man, I, you know, it's somehow feel right. It feels sensitive. You know, I, you know, I squeeze it. I just didn't know what to do. I squeeze it. It hurts. So I was like, he's like, man, you know what? I think you got burned. I was like, huh? Like, what you mean I got burned? He's like, yeah, man. I, I, I. He's like, yeah, I got it for it, you know. <laughs> he 
He's like, yeah, you see the little white stuff? He's all telling me what I got. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's it. He's like, man, you could have had this or this. And I was like, what? So, man, I'm crying. I'm not crying, but I feel like so tore up. I told, you know, I didn't wait. I waited. I slept. I was trying to see if the shit went away. Then in the morning, I'm like, I started peeing. It felt normal. Then then later on, it just started burning again. I was like, man, I had to tell my moms, man. I called my moms. I was like crying and stuff. I ain't going to lie. I was crying because I didn't know what the fuck to do. Uh, she's like, man, she's like, yeah, okay. She took me down to a place. They told me, all right, you have whoopty whoop. It was like, you take the pill and a shot. And I thought I was going to have to get one in the butt. You know, and then they said, you know, gave me one in the arm. So a week later and came back, he's like, yeah, you had chlamydia. And I was like, damn, you know, like, you know, I gave him the name of the girl and everything. I was like, you know what, fuck it. If she want to pass this shit off to me, I'm going to make sure everybody know. Um, I didn't know nothing. You know, she, she. <laughs> She knew I didn't have a condom on. She could have prepared and warned the nigga. Okay, okay, okay. In defense of chlamydia, I've had chlamydia. Let's keep it 100. You don't know. You don't know you have chlamydia. See, it would be different if you said to me that she gave you gonorrhea. You never told me that. No, no, chlamydia, let me tell you, chlamydia is not like, it's not like gonorrhea. It's not like not like that baby listen she didn't know no no chlamydia you just don't no no and you know what sometimes women are carriers and sometimes you men are carriers of it I'm yeah that's sorry. why that's why it's important for children to feel comfortable telling their parents stuff like what i do with my kids i tell them whatever goes down even if you think i don't like it try to come to me first because sometimes the young people advising each other sometimes they're right but sometimes the advice okay. isn't oh. so we gotta Bro. talk to our parents and let them know what's up yeah you guys you guys oh my god wait hold on hey hey that was just one experience with one person you know what I'm saying your mom just probably was tired or something who knows <laughs> Put, put some rubber tussing on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also, Cortez mentioned mixed race. Since we're all one race, right? Mixed race people aren't is a misnomer. But also, if we even say mixed colored people, it doesn't necessarily mean people are more attractive. If you really think about it, if they have, you know, certain type of hair texture or skin color. So we have to be careful considering another group outside of our inner community as more attractive than us. Because otherwise, what we might aspire to is not really what we need when it comes to the right mate. Oh, but you cut it out over there with the pretty ass kids you got over there. You better cut it <laughs> You better cut it out. <laughs> what is your wife? She's from the Hispanic uh- region. She's no, where? but that's not what I'm... She's Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, hello, hello. She's from the Dominican. Huh? Yeah. She's beautiful. Beautiful. Be- and beautiful yeah, kid. No, I, no, know. My, I know. Yeah, but that's... My point isn't that I have a Dominican wife. My point is that she's a black Dominican woman. A lot and of us may is. aspire... See, a lot of us may aspire to a Caucasian... Um, Oh, I see what he means. Et cetera. That's what I'm... The point oh, I'm oh I see to. what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, because Cortez did way, say to me... He did yeah. say to me some years ago that uh, somebody told him that if he got with a white girl, they'd buy you a lot of stuff and all that old extra. 
No, yes, you did. Yes, you did. And that's a blow up because you know what? Don't sell your soul to the devil. Yeah, not necessarily that you don't want to have a relationship with a white man or woman, whatever your flavor is. My point is that that shouldn't be a determining factor in the relationship. Yeah, and if you go to sleep with her, too. I mean, because you know what? Did you pick her because she was um, a mixed race and all that? Oh, actually, you thought she was going to have done? And you got burnt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I mean, right there, proof is in the pudding, baby. There's no defense. Proof. You can't back out of that now. You already drove into it. It's over. Proof, proof, proof is in the pudding. See, because all that he said she was, and all and all this Derek said she was, uh, she wasn't. Okay, and they had shit. They had the shit. But the case is, uh, in representation for the chlamydia, let me tell you guys, a syphilis, gonorrhea, a, a genital wart, wart, all of those things are um, are things that a woman can have. Well, no, genital warts, chlamydia, trichomonas, those are things that a woman can have that she not know she has. So just to let you guys know, because what it does is it lays dormant. It doesn't give the woman, yeah, the woman doesn't have like, Stinky coochie or anything like that. You don't some 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 diseases that we get. And I'm gonna tell you guys some diseases that we get. It won't give us a sign. Just like some some of the diseases that don't know. Some of the diseases. And I can talk from experience on the genital warts. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, you got that shit. <laughs> you got that shit. Hello. <laughs> hey, hey, easy now, easy style. Come hey, on, select wait. one time. That was only last week. <laughs> uh, not this week. No, but it, the the honesty is a good thing in the community. We should be able to talk about these kinds of things and you know be real about it. So it's all good. And that's why it's important to go to the clinics. Meaning, whether it's heart check or STD check, we got to take care of our health and not just leave it on autopilot and feel like it's a disaster. Uh, well, on that note, on that note, <laughs> okay, I hold the phone. Where, where was I? Well, oh, uh, Mr. J, uh, I got to, because I'm the kid with the gonorrhea, I guess. Now, I, I don't really, I, 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 you know, I um studied a little bit of the, the STDs in school, but, you know, I didn't really go further into it. So what do you do when you have gonorrhea? Is that like... I mean, what do you do? Like, if you want to have kids in the future, is that does that still with you? You know? No, 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 no. Yeah, when oh, I, go away. I, from, for me, I don't know enough about honoria to answer that intelligently. The point I was trying to make is that we should go to clinics as often as possible to have annual checks for different things and also check into our heart, et cetera. We need to take care of our health. But somebody might know more about gonorrhea than me. I've never had it. And, uh, never well, same. Hey, well, same. Well, yeah, we're almost down to our uh, last minute. So uh, let's go ahead uh, and send a shout-out. Um, Go ahead, okay. Dave. Make it, make it well, swift. Auntie, love you. Thank you for coming out here because we're about to end. All right. I love you all. I love you too, Auntie. Send a shout-out to fun. everybody. It was real fun, like, for real. You, you uh, can come hang out here anytime, anytime. <laughs> you could call me up any day. 
right, well, give me two of your numbers. Oh, you already have my. I get from Dominique. Dominique have my number. Okay, go ahead. Give your shout out before the end of the show. Go ahead. I I give a shout out to everybody that loves me, and I give a shout out to Dominique Cortez, everybody, uh, King Cyrus, uh, Rocky, um, Dollar, F Free, and his whole crew. Um, I give a shout out to um, Young Roloff. I give a shout out to every rapper that knows me. Uh, 